0: Hey, everybody. This episode, like all of our episodes, is brought to you by our patrons. Uh, these are people who decide to patronize us. They go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and decide to throw us a dollar or more uh, per month, so not very much per year, and get a bunch of stuff in return and support us, and we really do appreciate them. So if you'd like to join them, head on over. Thanks. <laughs> is is that is that good can you hear me okay i've got it clipped on my lips. yeah All
1: right. loud loud and loud and clear 5 by 5 just make sure you don't rustle you're sure oh okay um so let's uh let's start with your name
0: uh, uh ted uh, ted darett
1: okay and uh what is it that you do ted
0: um i'm i'm an accountant uh, i like fantasy football i like those calendars where the cats have those like real big marble eyes um me and my mom play canasta together once a week we're in we're in a league
1: okay and
0: um why do you think he's after you? I, I I don't... I have no idea, honestly. I mean, every time I try to stop and talk... He... Whoa! What now, you piece oh, of... God. Oh, god God! Go, go, we have to go. go, okay. go okay. Well. okay, let's get out of here. Come let's, he's actually not that fast. Go.
2: We'll be back after this commercial
3: break. On my way to work, I touch
0: my face and I feel something there. Gently rub my palm across my cheek and I feel hair Boss doesn't like me and she won't put up with this
3: No man beards. Don't have time to go home and shake I the laughs and tears
0: Shave cave, bring me a miracle Shave cave only takes 60 seconds J.P. pull the
3: rudder for
1: Templeton J.P. has 60 seconds for you That was, um, that was intense. Uh, we're back from the break. Uh, When did this start?
0: Um, a, a few years ago. I mean, after I graduated from Concordance. Uh, he keeps saying he needs to prevent me? What, what does that mean? How do you prevent a person that's already born?
1: Now, I'm not sure, but I have something here for you. Uh, we here at a critical affair uh, we've hired uh, a private eye to tail this uh this white-haired menace who is uh who is pursuing you with everything that he has uh, we we found out uh what he does in his off time uh, we think you're gonna find it pretty interesting
0: oh, this, this is amazing I mean oh my god I, I keep going to the police and they say they can't find him maybe this will help uh, put on the tape you smell wonders I, I don't. I don't understand it. Your, your big reveal is that one, he likes karaoke. Two, he doesn't like it enough to remember the words to Skinner.
1: Well, okay. See, here's the thing. I didn't say it would help. I never said that. You can go back to the tapes. It'll be on the show. <sighs> we just said that
0: you find it pretty interesting. Okay. Interesting. Like the the dude has not one sword but two, and I am scared of one sword. I th- this this is my life. I'm. The show's, the,
1: show's, the show's over. <laughs> now, now, hold on, Mr. Deary. We say when the show is over, okay? We say it. No. I mean the whole
2: show you pitiful humans call life. It is time for the final age.
1: Oh, oh God. Oh, it's so cold. I told my producer we shouldn't have teased the accountant called Ted. Ah! <laughs>
0: is Cole Ross and you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is
1: a Games Club podcast. Yes and this week we are continuing our discussion of The Witcher 3. This is part three. Um, The first part was all generalities. Second part was the first portion of the main quest and now we're going to round everything out and uh, get to credits at the very least.
0: Yeah wrapping up the main story. um, Next episode we're going to be talking about this is a little bit different than our programming that we had planned. Uh, We're going to be talking about side quests and Witcher Contracts. Uh, Some of that might bleed into the appendix. Uh, And somewhere in there we will have a... (laughs) Not the kind of bleeding into the appendix that caused me to go to Urgent Care uh, last week. And the... um, I, I really expected that to get, like, at least, like, a little bit of, like, a courtesy... Chuckle from you, Cole. Oh no! I, I, <laughs> I, I,
1: I smiled on the inside. Oh I <laughs> normally, normally I, I'm the one who's like the who does the Jeb Bush please clap thing.
0: I just, I, I need you to send me a picture of you smiling if you're smiling. <laughs> I need to get text if that ever happens again.
1: Can I get a print out of Cole
0: smiling? <laughs> yeah, can I, um, so, boy, that that really threw me off rhythm. Oh, um, in the, <laughs> the next episode we talked talking about side quests. And Witcher contracts. Some of that might bleed into the appendix, and somewhere in there, we'll have a tight ton on <laughs> Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank okay. you. Yeah. Um, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, but, uh, um, we'll uh, be talking about, talking Gwent, talking Gwent, getting them getting them cards. Gwen Stefani. Yes, <laughs> down to the south side, by which I mean Tucson. Uh,
1: yes, um, um, yeah. And speaking of Tucson, we are not uh, going to be covering the DLCs. People ask. Uh, we've said multiple times, but in case you're just tuning in, that's weird. Um, yeah. But also just a reminder, we're not covering the DLCs this month. We're going to be covering mm-hmm. them in 2018. I am getting ready to start Hearts of Stone, and Gary, you are most yep. of the way through Blood and Wine at this point. Oh, I've been. Oh, you're done. You're all you're I, all been- wrapped
0: up. I'm all wrapped up. I, I can put down The Witcher 3. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. And the, the, uh, so just for people who are like going, like, when are you going to get to the DLCs? Um, I get it, uh, because they are outstanding. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Hearts of Stone, among the finest pieces of software I've ever played. Like, <laughs> it is, it is games writing on that can be discussed in the same circles as like Torment and stuff. Right. Um, Blood and Wine, also real good. Uh, I don't think quite as good by 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 a far site, but does a lot of interesting things and uh, it'll be an interesting uh, couple of episodes when we get there. Yeah. So those will happen sometime
1: in 2018, you know, next year. Um mm-hmm. and uh, listen for the announcements on that.
0: I did uh, I thought I was going to be like I'm going to be good and not give cool shit about not starting these DLCs and I think I've messaged you 3 times
1: you weren't giving me shit you were just saying like hey this is the like this is actually going to be worth your time yeah
0: i just i just needed to tell somebody and, and encourage you not to sleep on them right uh, because yeah. the uh you know like i said up there a torment like yeah. hearts of no, stone no i mean impressive. that's
1: a and, and hearts of stone is also real compact so like yeah. i'm I'm down
0: No, not i just. wish that it would have the same impact without having the main game because it would make an awesome little like envoy like you could you could send it to people and be like, listen, I know you don't want to play an eighty to hundred hour game like The mm-hmm. Witcher Three. Just play Hearts of Stone. Yeah, do like and a, like you could do like could a Minerva's do
1: Den it. with it. Yeah,
0: yeah, Minerva's Den or like um, uh, Mask of the Betrayer. Right. Um, and and you could like you could theoretically just play Hearts of Stone, but I think it wouldn't you wouldn't have quite as much impact. Yeah. yeah. Like if if it's the choice between Hearts of Stone and nothing, mm-hmm. uh, do Hearts of Stone on its own because yeah. it is like it's a svelt twelve hours and and uh, and goes by real breezy. Yeah, um, no,
1: yeah. So don't worry, I will be doing that shortly. Um, I am still in the process of doing some other stuff, but uh, but mm-hmm. yes, it'll it'll, it'll happen.
0: <laughs> <Serious>. <laughs> the uh, is is that other? It's like it sounds like you're like you've been importing uh, counterfeit pearls or something. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like, no, oh, just it, uh, it's yeah.
1: fine. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, wait, away, marble. Uh yeah. looks the same on your neck, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, no, no, I was gonna say like baby. getting ready for duck stream and doing oh, like yeah. you know, clearing out those decks and getting ready for the oh, holidays yeah. and stuff. Like it's been a busy, busy couple weeks.
0: Indeed. And we are coming upon the Yule. Yes. Um What did we do last time, Cole? Well, um,
1: last time uh we took Geralt on a search for his adopted daughter, Siri. We scoured the no man's land of Velen and the free city of Novigrad thwarting some profoundly upsetting and powerful witches and also running afoul of witch hunters and kind of the organized crime bosses of the city. Now we only have one remaining lead uh, to go meet Yennefer on the cold barbaric isles of Skellige, uh, where there was recently a gigantic magic explosion.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, it's also the only place where uh, Geralt can pick up greeting cards, both for Novigrads and Novadads, because <laughs> uh, it is that season. <laughs> The, um, see, there's the courtesy laugh I was missing. The, I,
1: I, I I don't understand like like the Skellige like Hallmark connection, but
0: oh no, I just I just like Novograds and dads. Okay, and we happen to be go. going to Skellige.
1: Yeah, that that's what I was laughing at. Yeah. There we go.
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't think I didn't think you'd laugh at the Skellige part, right? Um, Getting to Skellige, you have this quest destination Skellige, which is actually put on your map um, as soon as you get these places to search. But it's suggested level sixteen, um, so you're not going to go there right away. Right. Um, it right. wants you to do Velen first while Yennefer takes care of business. But you can theoretically do this kind of right away. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, if you're um, willing to uh, punch above your weight. But remember, over the past several episodes, we've said that yeah, is like, not the not the best idea. Yes, but but by the time you come back, uh, nothing will nothing will fit. Yes. Yeah. Um and
0: Skelliga like we should talk about Skelliga in generality because it is what informs why this is a feat at all. Right. Uh, to get there.
1: <laughs> so this is a uh kind of a cluster of islands it's like this archipelago that is kind of to the northwest of the mainland of the continent, right? Yes.
0: Um and it is uh, essentially uh Vikings, raiders, um Norse kind of things even so much so that they have Ragnarug. Yeah, uh, which the time that happened, like it is a testament to the quality of this game that my eyes didn't roll out of my head <laughs> when I heard someone mention Ragnarug.
1: But it's like Ragnarug. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: it, it, the the relationship between the real world and the and the Witcher world is very strange, but yeah. it is essentially um you know it's Vikings or uh, like a lot of things in this game maps really well onto Game of Thrones. Like it's like the Iron Isles, right. like the Ironborn. Um, you know these these kind of. Uh, Different families control different areas. There are these power struggles, and mostly it is known for for doing these raids on the mainland. Right. Um, so, so nobody is kind of crazy enough to go there because uh, they're they're pirates. Right. You know, it's it's like yeah. dipping your boat right into a bee's nest. Right, <laughs> as the old expression goes.
1: Right. I, I mean, like, wouldn't you do that to seal it with wax so it would remain water fast on your voyage?
0: But then you get honey all over your boat. Oh,
1: sweet boat. You don't want that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Sweet boat.
1: Sh- sh- sugar boat. That's, uh,
0: <laughs> but that, that's what I, that's why I like to call it today.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: <laughs> come over here, sugar boat. Yeah, yeah. Come here. Bring, bring those sugar boats and stick them in my face. <laughs> Put them on the glass, baby. <laughs> Jesus. Glass bottom boat.
1: Oh, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, no captain wants to take you there because any, uh, any ship that gets nearby is going to immediately be raided. Um, yes. Which is kind of strange because you get there and everybody, aside from the people associated with Madman Lugos, everybody's like really nice to you. Well, they, they love
0: you. You have history there. Right. You know, like you, you're a friend, but the, the captains don't know that. So you, had, you find uh, Captain Wolverstone. You're just going to go down to the docks, look for somebody. Um, it takes a thousand gold to do this, which is the other kind of cap. So right. there's than the level limit scaring you off, mm-hmm. uh, you need to gain quite a bit of money. Right, right. Um, you head on there, and as you are uh, sailing there, you're attacked in the middle of the night. Fight off some pirates on the deck but uh you end up being you know the the boat capsizes and you wash up on shore yeah. <laughs> um great little environmental detail uh that i've been like i didn't find a lot of these in the main game i've just been reading about them uh-huh. um you can find the captain and get your money back oh yeah uh, he, he's dead on the boat uh or he died on the boat as well and washed up on the shore like oh, you know yeah several
1: yards down a thousand a thousand gold is not jump change Mm-mm. yeah i wish i would have done that
0: yeah it's still there like i mean like seriously when you get to the dlc the dlcs are fucking expensive that is one thing that is true about them so the new stuff they introduce is very spendy Mm. go grab that thousand gold
1: yeah yeah just have to hope it's still there hope it hasn't uh, been emergently (laughs) pickpocketed.
0: i I don't think so i don't think that this game really really traffics in that kind of radiant nonsense yeah so
1: (laughs) who would have thought that a vessel called the atropos would uh would suffer some kind of bad fate
0: yeah. Yeah. It's the uh, girl well read in the real world but only to a certain extent.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um you are told to head up to this uh um oh gosh, I, for, I forget the name of this of this town. It's the place where Clan on Crate lives. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I I can't I can't remember the name of this town. Fuck.
0: I I don't remember the name of any town in in Skellaga yeah they're... like it. it is like i like uh-huh. like in in general like there's lots of cool stuff that happens here mm-hmm. um if there has to be like a part of this game that's my least favorite it's probably this yeah um just because getting around skelliga so we didn't really talk about this in generalities. we talked about the culture mm-hmm. um the landmass like this is an icy you know land of ice and snow uh much like the the uh, yeah, song song yes and the, um, it is uh, a pain to get around. Right. Um, there are mountains and those problems with climbing, as we mentioned before, really rear their head. So it's hard to, you know, if you see something on your map, you can't really take the direct route as much as you might want to. No. And the number of times that I got kind of stranded in the water on the other side of a mountain and had to like <laughs> circumnavigate the island, yeah. uh, by, by sea, uh-huh. uh, without a boat.
1: Happens a lot. <laughs> yep, just like uh, you, you take a Mr. Toad's wild ride down the side of a slope, and then immediately you end up in the drink, and you can't fast travel at all. So yeah,
0: yeah. There's no, there's no boat. There's nothing there. You just yeah. kind of swim around. Yeah. And I, I've done it a bunch of times. So yeah, it is kind of a pain to get around, and it, it, it had the effect of me not seeing. Even though there are interesting kind of intercultural things going on with these different warring clans and such, yeah, it's just. Yeah, you know, I think I think this is probably the, the fulcrum on which I got more invested in Geralt's story than the world to a degree that I started kind of, you know, zooming past the world stuff. Yeah. Like I was um, kind of like, oh, these are Vikings. Let's go. You yeah, know, there, there we go. Like, that, that,
1: that, that is comprehensible shorthand to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, someone might say like, oh, well, your map, if you're going to if you're going to a point of interest, it will show you the path like it will, you know direct you around those mountains and stuff. Not the case if you're setting your own waypoints. And a huge part of exploring in this is, you know, saying, oh, that looks like a town on my map. Let me drop a marker there. But that just shows you, like, which direction it is in relation to you, not specifically, like, how to get there. It doesn't give you the, you know, the the turn by turn.
0: And even the turn by turn is sometimes not the best way to get places right so I, i'd been kind of conditioned to ignoring that little dotted line and just trying to make a crows you know as the crows fly as yep. best i could because you're, you're pretty much invincible when you're on roach like you can you can ride past everything yeah, yeah. um you would regardless with this port this is, this is the main port so you're in the mm. capital city yes essentially um and when you get to that port you see yen um and together you see that there is a viking funeral going on for the former king bran yes um presumably there's some kind of history there but uh you've you know, the brand has passed away. And that kind of causes the micro story that is on this continent.
1: Yes. Uh, which is the uh, kind of pull for the line of secession, pretty much. mm mm-hmm. Yes. Um, um Yen will remind you why we're here. Yes. At this point. Saying, so like, hey, there's this magical explosion that took place here, and the druid who presides over Clan on Crate is forbidding me from uh from, from, from going there, right? Uh, yeah. That druid, his name is Ermion. We're going to be dealing with him. Uh, he really is a
0: very reasonable person. Yeah, he's he's fine. But I I love this. Like Yen just doesn't like him. <laughs> doesn't respect like, him at all. It, it's kind of this this opposite of usually like people treat Geralt that way. Uh huh. You know, um, who or are things and you can. But this is uh Yen's kind of prickly nature uh, gets in the way yeah. of her getting along with this uh this druid guy. Mm-hmm. Um, she she thinks that Siri is the cause of this explosion because of like an energy signature or or some sort.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just because, you know, occasionally magical explosions will happen around Siri because of her yes. powers.
0: Yeah. She's unstable.
1: Yeah. Um, so this enters into the quest, The King is Dead, Long Live the King, where um, all of the Yarls are putting together this wake where they're going to start kind of discussing how they're going to find the successor for King Bran.
0: hmm Yeah. So you, you put on nice clothes and you go with Yen. This is where you're laying a lot of the groundwork for the Yen romance if you want it. Yes. Um, we did the Triss stuff in the last chapter, um, you know, and I think that the game is actually I, I thought about it quite a bit. I think that the game is really clever for uh, introducing you to the Triss stuff first mm-hmm. um, here because their history uh, where uh, Geralt had amnesia, um, had a like a love affair with Triss and then was reintroduced to Yen it ends up becoming very important here. Mm-hmm. But the game tempts you with with Triss ahead of time. hmm. You know, you get that dream in the beginning. You meet Yen a couple of times, but you don't really understand the important, the potential importance of her.
1: Yeah. You also spend the the entire prologue looking for her, following her, yeah. her letter, right?
0: Yeah. But then then she disappears. You know, mm-hmm. and you spend a lot of time. So you have to kind of uh, resist the the temptation. Not just the, I'm not saying that in like a horn dog way. I'm saying that in a video game player way. It's like, oh, like, I'm
1: gonna, I'm like, the, like here is some dialogue, and here is like, yes, yeah. I, I want more content, please. You know, let's yeah. let, let's pursue this.
0: I, the, the romances in this game are generally, you know, and when I say romance, that's not the code. The sex scenes are, are embarrassing, but the actual romances are very good. Like I'm going to want to have this with Triss. Um, if you do that, you you can kind of fuck up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, in the ending, and here is where you actually have your chance to make it right, and this is where you get to see Geralt and and, and Yennefer together mm-hmm. and see why they are like a good couple. Right. Um. You know, because the the whole time, every time you're we together, like it is nonstop like banter. Mm-hmm. Um. In a way that's really pretty fun. Yes, I think.
1: yeah. Um, it, it, she she doesn't seem to make like a very intuitive match just because she is um, I don't I don't know what the right word to describe Yen is, but she she's very like she's very prickly, right? Again, we got that. Yeah, you you, you, you said that there. And Geralt is prickly in his own way, but um, she has kind of a uh, sophistication above and beyond, you know. Like, and that's kind of illustrated. You know, she says and dress up nice for once, for fuck's sake.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she knows she like their relationship feels very lived in. Yeah, uh, to me, like they have have this kind of history and there's some optional stuff you can get into with the two of them where you can kind of hear their their verbal kind of sparring mm-hmm. uh, that they, you know, they do for fun. And it's really charming and feels really real. Yeah. Um, you know, they're both a uh, girl doesn't present as sophisticated and smart, but he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's essentially like a thing here where they just kind of do a pun off mm-hmm. that is like really pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Um regardless, and this is where you're gonna start making your choices. You can like, oh, I don't wanna dress up, or you can be like, you know, I'll do it. And you can even start slipping in things where it's like, uh, you know, God, I missed you. You know, you can you can start laying it on real thick.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can uh kind of lean into um a chemistry, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um and it reads, it reads really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um as you uh after you dress up uh and go meet at the wake. Uh, Freaking brand! You get introduced to like a lot of the major players right. in Skellige, so the different the different clans mm-hmm. uh, there, um, yeah. the kids, different uh, different people, different uh, uh, kind of factions here.
1: Yeah, um, some of the major ones are most solid bro on the island here, Crockan Crate. Yes, who um, <laughs> is the uh, the Jarl of this town up here in the north. Uh, generally considered to be a really just ruler, and he goes ab- above and beyond to help you out, right? Yes. And he has two kids who are both considered to be um, really, uh, you know, strong competitors for the throne. There's Hjalmar, who is a son who's kind of a, a meathead kind of guy, and then there's Ceris, who seems to be really fair and even-handed. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. And, and again, this this maps onto a Game of Thrones thing really directly. <laughs> Um, this is, you know, when the uh, they they do the king's moot, which will make sense to Game of Thrones people. Um, Cirrus is Yara, and Helmar is uh, not quite, uh, you know, the 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 insane option that is spoiler, but is uh, you know more the old ways, mm-hmm. you know, is more more likely to be a Viking and, and raid and, and be violent. Yeah. Cirrus wants to uh, be more temperate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we're also introduced to Lugos the Mad, who uh, rules the 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 town to the north or to the south um mm-hmm. and his name is pretty accurate he's a fucking dick
0: <laughs> There, there's a line about that that i think happens in a side quest that's uh-huh. like one of my favorite things where like you do something and they're like you have to present before lugos and Geralt says something like, "You want me to be judged by somebody who you call mad? Like, 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 like you know, the the, the sentence. Like, you 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 will get your just ruling from Lugos the Mad. Just like, wait a minute, um, Lugos is a major dick and did not survive to see my credits. No, um, so. yeah, I
1: I, f- I fuck that up. There's a there, there's a whole quest line, uh, multiple quests that I was not able to do. Um, that I'm real mm-hmm. bummed out about because it involves, like, taking psychedelics and wandering around in caves and stuff. It's real good. Yeah. Like,
0: that that, that part of the quest is real good. The problem is, I the the thing that you fuck up with that, it's, and we will talk about this more in the side quest section, but it's really easy to fuck it up. Because when you arrive, um, you're there, like, Lugos sends you. And if you say, like, hey, I heard you could use some more help. I'm a witcher for hire. It fucks up the, the ending. Because oh, you're not supposed to ask for money. Uh, that was the dishonorable part. But then later, Lugos attacked me in an unrelated thing. And it's like, well, you, you got to go. <laughs> yep. You know, I, the, my Geralt kills mad rulers. Like, it's just, it just what happens. Yep. Um, um, just, insane protectors.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, the, the other kind of uh, players here who end up being more, uh, they figure in more in a side quest, but it's important to say this. Uh, uh, Bran's wife is really pushing for her son to, uh, to, to to be the successor. And she is just indignant that Skellige is so barbaric that they do not have um, hereditary rule. Obviously, yeah. she wants to install her son so she can be the person who has true power.
0: Yeah, and and then yeah, she's she's from a from another land, right? And stuff that that doesn't understand that. Um, you know, you get to this thing. Um, you know, you are. It's another kind of Witcher three party scene. <laughs> um, there are one of these things, and these are Vikings. They party hard. Um, you can kind of uh, participate in these these diversions. Um, you have a choice to stay sober or drink. Um, you can get into like a fist fight. With some of them, like, you you get to do these kind of things, but mostly you're trying to stay on the straight and narrow because you're there on business. Right. Um, Yen pulls you aside after a little bit and says, like, hey, um, here's the real reason we're here. Come on. Uh, we need to actually steal this artifact from Ermion. Yes. Uh, from, his, from his laboratory in the basement. Yes. Uh, this
1: town is called Care Trolled uh, yes. is, uh is, is what it is it's sonic
0: both. and tails care <laughs> Yep. um yeah
1: um uh but yeah that, that that is both the name of the of the castle and the kind of harbor town around it um what you're trying to get from Airman's lab in the basement of this place is called the mask of the ouroboros um and yen has a pretty bad habit where she will ask you to help her but she will not say why she is the person who says can you do me a favor and then waits for your response for you to agree before giving before any saying details. what it is. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yep. <laughs> um, so you uh, sneak out of the party. You head down to this lab. Um, you find this hidden door that is activated by putting a goblet in me- of mead in a stuffed bear's hand. Mm-hmm. So it's a party bear. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, a party bear! Yeah, look party him bear go. Shows up. <laughs> yep. Party bear is one of the classic uh, Skelica factions <laughs> yep. um and the uh and this causes this like gas trap of hallucinogens uh this whole this whole lab is filled with stuffed animals uh-huh. uh not in like a plushy way but in like a taxidermy way right and uh you start hallucinating and all of the uh taxidermied animals come to life and attack you the bears are alive uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's real it's like Geralt tripping is is something that happens quite a few times in this game that uh-huh. is uh, pretty fun. And so oh.
1: like this plays out as combat. You know, you're you're attacking bears, you're fighting them, and bears are I mean, like they're they're big and slow, but they pack a punch like and there are mm-hmm. a shitload of them. I don't know if you're in any actual danger, but when you <laughs> he was killed by wolves he thought he saw. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, Just a, a stuffed bear fell on him. Right. Right. Uh, and there is the end of Geralt of Witcher.
1: The... <laughs> it picks up with the new protagonist. It's like, uh, it's it's like zombie you. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, you know, the spell breaks, you know, the gas wears off and they're like, he's really embarrassed. Like, he'll not talk about this anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. If we can't give any shit again, that, that's, yeah. that's that dynamic. Um, When you get down to the, uh the earth elemental, um, you can fight this earth elemental there's another gas trap
2: yeah
0: uh, after you have to beat this earth elemental and you have uh, a this is a a big option for romancing yen as well mm-hmm. um where you can say like you can decide narratively how much the gas has affected you because you have this choice you can say like hey get us out of here or you can say like ah, i can't breathe or something like that mm-hmm. um if you say get us out of here yen takes you to her chambers um where if you you know again if you're laying it on uh, you can bone down yeah yeah. Um. On top of unicorn, which is a series in joke, um, <laughs> and forms a just you know again, I said it before. The sex scenes in this game are embarrassing because sex scenes in video games are embarrassing. Yeah. Like it does feel like two real dolls on top of a real doll of a unicorn. Yeah. Uh, slowly mashing together in a way that doesn't look very good.
1: <laughs> they, they they don't have the good the the good sense to obscure
0: the mouth action of the kiss. That's that that's very insightful. Well, cool. I was gonna just about to say that that's the that's the big difference. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, like because characters in a video game can have sex, whatever. Uh, you can even see nipples or whatever. Like, fine. It's when when I when I see the dead polygonal tongue of one character going into the other, it's it's like a oh gosh, that joke in Arrested Development about how uh, uh, George Michael doesn't know how to kiss, and it yeah, shows yeah. like the digital recreation of it. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. and that's that's what it is. It's not even necessarily. Like, narratively, them having sex Mm -hmm. is not the issue. It's, like, showing it and having it look quite that unappealing. Mm -hmm. You know, it it doesn't – if the idea is to titillate, like, it (laughs) looks really, really unnatural and weird. Um, And it's not meant to. It is there to titillate. Right. You know, the the lights go down and stuff like that. Like, it's a weird – like, in the fact that they turn sex into a collectible in The Witcher 1 really sucks. Yeah. But just switching this to a still image after the things faded down would have been more tasteful. Right. Than what they do instead.
1: Yeah, so if it does it for you, cool, fine, thumbs up. Wouldn't take it from you. However, it is uh, it does it it does not seem like they applied. This it does not seem like they realized the uh, the limitations of their engine in Mm. deciding what to depict.
0: Yeah, 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 I I think that uh, you know, theoretically, if this had moved to a version of this uh, where it was like photorealistic or at least looked, (laughs) just turned into an S V game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if it just, uh, <laughs> Jane Jensen walks out and explains <laughs> that uh, if 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 that had happened, uh, it would be better mm-hmm. than what it is now. It is the thing that makes this seem so embarrassing to me is the contrast between what it's trying to do and how it actually looks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you
1: know? show, 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 the embrace and then, you know, pan away, fade, and then come back up on them in bed.
0: Cool. Yeah. Or just like put, put up a URL to a porn hamster link. <laughs> <laughs> you know that hamster, that hamster that gets around—that oh, really horny hamster. Yeah, that one horny hamster, a hamster with a GoPro on his back. Yeah, start, start his website. I'm going in deep, boys, sneak, sneak. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, that, that's the last I'll say about it because I mean you can have sex with prostitutes and stuff in this game, but I do I do think that this looks goofy as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you can you can do that as a, a step in the the relationship. Um, after you get out, you know, you're you're closer, disheveled, and stuff. Uh, crack ar- arrives and speaks to you. Um, says like, "Hey, all the earls are talking about how to organize these rights of succession." Yes. So and coming out, this is where we kind of learned a little bit more about Bran's wife.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and dynastic rule is a terrible idea. Skellige has oh, yeah. it has it right, even if they yeah. are like organizing festivus style feats of strength. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Gerald and Yen, you know, talk to Crach. And tell him like, "Hey, we're looking for Siri," and that is the that is what they should say. They should just walk in with a megaphone and like the, present like, the, some Siri ID. It, right, yeah. right. Just like just a uh, like blow, blow, blow a couple of those rap air horns, like "burp, burp, burp," Siri's in danger because that's that was that's it's what gets people to. <laughs> he's
0: looking for Siri. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just need like like everybody automatically agrees as, as soon as they find out that Siri's in trouble because Siri's great.
0: Yeah, everybody loves Siri. Right um and everybody hates Raymond. Um so he says yeah I'll, I will help. Um Yen says like hey your your druids fucking up. He won't let me check out this blast site and he goes well I'll talk to him. And he mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Um this leads us into Echoes of the Past. Uh where Jen or not Jen, Yen, um you meet Yen at the druids camp near this part of the forest that has been destroyed and you get to see Yen and Ermion fight. Uh, <laughs> right uh, because Ermion as well.
1: Ermion knows exactly what's going on. You know he he, he knows uh a that you know yen went over his head, which sucks um but b uh she knows that yen here he knows that yen took took those artifact, you know, this powerful thing that has like weather control abilities, it can only be used once, uh and it may uh, you know in fact just destroy the whole island
0: he he like the thing about this is he's wrong. Right. Like he says, like, this is going to destroy the island, mm-hmm. but he's never tried it. It can only be used once.
1: Right. Right. You know, So, so
0: th- this is a little bit of like, I felt like I read this as Yen kind of knowing what's up.
1: Yeah. You so look, there's like, like a
0: Yen competence <laughs>
1: marker. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's the difference between a sorceress and a druid, right? Ermion um, is acting out of an abundance of caution and is really sticking close to kind of the oral tradition about, you know, how powerful this thing is said to be. Whereas Yan yeah. uh, kind of seems to like, like he said, no, no, what's up? It's not like he is being unreasonable. He still ends up being wrong because things are things are fine.
0: Yeah, he's he's just he's just overly cautious. Yeah,
1: it does summon, it does summon like a lot of bad weather, which he ends up having to take care of, like foglets and stuff come out, but that is nowhere near like actually destroying the Isles, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Did did we did we did we say what fogless were in the last episode? No, no. This is the first time. I
1: I I think maybe you can fight them before. This is the main quest that shows them to you. That introduces them. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they definitely
0: discuss- have shown up before. So the, yeah. these are monsters that um, they're they're essentially just like goblins, but they can turn into fog and kind of teleport around based on that. Um, they're associated with bad weather. Yes. So if you if you make the decoction from them, uh, increases your strength. Like when the weather is cloudy, like mm-hmm. they're tied to cloudy weathers um yeah. but they, they quit they're quick they, t- they teleport around a lot yeah. and they leave kind of like ghost versions of themselves around to kind of draw your attention
1: yeah it's like that, that's a thing that like specters do quite a bit as well yes is have the uh have little pinwheel versions of themselves um with the foglets like you have to really be ready to quick step because oh, yeah. they will appear you know behind you like just fucking immediately and they don't give you a lot of time to dodge their attack when they do that
0: yeah, and they're not super strong, but the um in the and we might talk about this when we talk about hunts. Mm-hmm. The uh, major foglet you can fight on the uh, the main Isle is like an elder foglet or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, that it has the same moveset but hits you for two thirds of your health. Right. So it's, it ends up being a, it's like the only fight in this game that I cheesed because he won't leave this little foggy basin, mm-hmm. and I crossbow cheesed him, which took forever. Yeah. But I just like couldn't get past him. Uh, he fucked me up too much, and then I eventually got 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 good right. and could do it
1: so. yeah that's weird i uh, i only choose one fight as well but that's because i did a level 26 quest when i was level 14
0: <laughs> mm, yeah yeah yep, yep, um so um you save yen you know yet uh yen from these foglets and the mat, the way the mask works now that it's been like activated is it shows you fragments of the past um you go in, you equip it and you follow her through these areas and watch ghosts mm-hmm. uh you know play things out
1: yeah specifically like it 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 notices um kind of the stains or the residue of um um very strong magic which siri is this walking beacon of strong magic so you know it lets you track her and yen is you know um helping you in combat and also like watching through your eyes right yes and so you follow this trail and you find that okay we know siri's been traveling with an elf This whole this whole forest is kind of the scene of this protracted chase where they are running away from the wild hunt um, and fighting along the way. Um, Mm -hmm. And when her her
0: powers kind of kick in.
1: Yeah. 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 Like the the, the cause of the uh, magical uh, explosion that leveled this part of the island. uh, She teleported away in this gigantic magical flash.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah, and it is destructive too. Like Siri is, it's seeding that you know they've talked about it a little bit, but it's seeding the actual results of like Siri being a force for destruction. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a, a very good person who Geralt cares a lot about and who the player probably has grown to 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 like uh, quite a bit. Who is wrapped around this like WMD mm-hmm. essentially.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So you know, you get through, you get this information essentially just like, hey, we got to find. You know, we we gotta find that elf. We gotta find you know more about her path, who she was, you know, where she was around when she was here. Um, and uh, that's kind of your next next mission. Um, Ermion, you know, is like, I can't believe you destroyed my mask. And you say, <laughs> hey, hey Siri, Siri? <laughs> and and he goes, Oh, okay, um, move
1: along, nothing to see here.
0: And uh, since it's Siri and you mentioned it's the Wild Hunt, he says, hey, there's a town that's been recently destroyed by the Wild Hunt. Maybe you should check that out.
1: Yeah. So this takes you to a quest called Missing Persons. Um, you head over to a town called uh, Lofoten, uh which is on the island of Um You know you cannot fast travel to places where you haven't been. So getting to new islands for the first time involves you know saddling up, by which I means yep. getting into a boat um, and getting yeah, and, and heading horse over of that the
0: sea way. way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, when I first got to Skellige. Um, and I did this for the DLC uh, that takes you to a new land as well. Um, I went to all of the towns, mm-hmm. uh, just to activate the fast travel before I did anything else. That's smart. Uh, kind of made, made my rounds. Like it was a little bit of a tedious chore, but I just knew that I would appreciate it later. It'll
1: save your, save your time, especially if you end up doing uh like a, like a clearing house on some
0: quests. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which is what I did. <laughs> um, when you get there, the villagers are rebuilding. Um, and, uh, the uh, the town's women are at a ritual at the graveyard burying the dead.
1: Right. There. Um. You know, you walk up, you give the the, the description that Geralt has given a thousand times: medium height, ashen hair, uh, scar in her cheek. And yes. um, you know, they say like, "Oh, we, we we totally know her. She was she was here. Um, she was with this man that they describe as Craven. Like that's his name now because he has been he has been excommunicated for uh, cowardice."
0: Yes. Um. And because he, he apparently ran from the wild hunt and abandoned the village. Right. Um, he's gone uh to this place called the garden to slay uh Morkvarg, <laughs> a raider who uh slayed a high priestess and was cursed to become a beast. So it's another one of these little monster tales you get kind of wrapped up in. Yeah. Um and uh you, you head that way.
1: Yeah, it's a com- it's a complex curse because whenever Morkvarg dies, he comes back to life. Um this garden, you know, they they, they worship Freya here. Um, in this garden, um, they they can't go there to like get their healing herbs anymore. They have been displaced yes. because this because this beast is now here. I love Geralt's line. Like I don't know of a person named so. So he's cowardly, but he's also going to go and fight an immortal monster. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Geralt came to Skellige to correct people's naming conventions. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, he's just like, hey, you've been you've been on this island for hundreds of years, just calling yourself bullshit. <laughs> I'm here to <laughs> explain how to name things. <laughs> <You get it? laughs> the uh, They That'd call be... me the White Wolf. It's because I'm largely white and from the wolf school. See, it makes fucking sense.
1: So You know, I think Geralt needs to stay in his fucking lane. I think Geralt should be a little bit
0: more sensitive. Well, it's it's the difference between uh myself and SJW Cucks, such as yourself. <laughs> okay, cool. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually think that. I just, <laughs> the, um, but I, I could almost imagine – like. I can. There's probably a theoretical listener who we've already scared off, like a hundred episodes ago, uh-huh. who would think you even saying that was, you know, uh, bowing down to political correctness or cultural relativity in a way that was bad. Right. Right. But I imagine I, they've I mean, already like disappeared to the depths of yeah something sensitive and are just you know right cursing right.
1: But even though it's the, that that that's just another version of in Zelda times.
0: Yeah. Well, exa- exactly. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Oh well. Um this takes us to a quest called nameless where we go to this garden, uh, which is a cool little set piece, um, and we see the werewolf Morkvarg screaming about how hungry he is. Morkvarg yeah. is a hungry, hungry, unhappy boy. He's hungry like the wolf. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> I wasn't uh,
1: setting you up for that, but I'm happy uh, I'm... <laughs>
0: uh He um so you track uh Craven uh by the trail that he left uh, making this blood offering. And, uh, as you do so, Yen kind of covers you, mm-hmm. um, cause you guys can fight well together as well.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Like whenever the, <laughs> whenever something involves like going into danger or getting dirty or something, Yen's like, I'm going to hang back. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. But she still, she still participates.
1: Yeah. She still helps. She just knows I can be more She's useful up here. Standing. And also this is, uh, yeah, this is, uh, the <laughs> more comfortable for me as well. Um, so you find Morkvarg a couple of times and you, you end up fighting him um and when you down him he starts like begging you for help he's like okay everything i eat turns to ash you know i cannot Mm. die uh but also i can't eat anything so i've lived in you know basically unending hunger for the past however many years this has happened i've even tried eating my own flesh but it burns me Mm. um and this leads to a pretty major side quest um uh, a quest called in wolf's clothing that uh that resolves it but like for right now he is just kind of a persistent nuisance as you
0: as you try and find this does he say he tried because that's the solution to the quest is getting tricky him into eating his own flesh i think he spit it out Mm. that's that's one of the solutions okay yeah that's what i did and and that that takes care of him
1: yeah he definitely um he 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 mentions that side of it he mentions that he tried doing
0: it yeah
1: yeah so I don't I don't know if he spit it out or what, but um, the 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 other way is to actually like break his break the curse, mm. yeah
0: yeah um, I just I just I just tricked him into eating his own flesh because it seemed like the <laughs> I didn't do it to be cruel, but it was a fucked up thing to do somebody. <laughs> yeah, I
1: really was. Um, That's why yeah. I didn't do it. I was like, oh, yeah. let's see, like maybe maybe he's a uh, really misunderstood. Spoiler: and He's not. He's a complete
0: monster. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a real asshole. Yeah. This, this is a side note. I know that like time is you know not limitless in real life, um. Did you, did you watch the uh, most recent treehouse of horror? No. Oh, you gotta see it. Like there, there's what the third, like it's, it's kind of fine the whole time, but then has one of the weirdest things the Simpsons has ever done where it is Homer accidentally eats part of himself and thinks that he's very delicious and then slowly like self cannibalizes and vivisects himself to create (laughs) food until he doesn't exist. And then they open a restaurant where they just serve parts of Homer Simpson. Oh God! Where all his friends and family can eat. It is one of the darkest, weirdest things that show has ever done. That is like
1: that's that that is desperately
0: unsettling. It's real strange. Like I, uh, it's very unfortunate. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to fire up Simpsons World and also make sure I have some 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 liquor nearby to to dull the the, the terrors.
0: It makes me think that maybe The Simpsons is going to eventually pull out and become a good show again because it is at least trying things now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like that, oh, it's the Halloween special. We're going to get a Babadook parody, a It Follows parody, and a It parody, mm-hmm. you know, with Krusty. Like, you know, I, I was just like, oh, that's the, 1,000% what they're going to do. And instead they do this real weird shit.
1: Yeah. Huh. yeah, I wonder if that actually is a reference to something that we just don't know it.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah like a stuart gordon movie or something yeah, it
1: becomes an auto wendigo yeah <laughs> yep. auto becomes a wendigo that, that's means. how uh, <laughs>
0: that's how michael hutchins died uh, yeah <laughs> so,
1: so anyway um our old friend the sluice gate comes back gary
0: yeah i love Slucy. i love sluicey <laughs> So you had to use this uh, the sluice gate to open a path to get to these caverns below the garden where you find Craven's body. Um, he's long dead. Yen says like, "Hey, I'm going to use necromancy to make his body talk. Um, <laughs> like, make his body talk. His body talk." And uh, this is this is a big deal because it's very painful and unpleasant for the person, and it's like dark arts. But again, right. this is a desperate measures,
1: right? Kind of thing, yeah. And Geralt says like, "Yeah, the the priests are going to be really upset at you for doing this." And again, yeah. like, do you want it? do you want to so see or you're not? so she you know we go through with it and Geralt's like okay well do you need something and she says oh i need an infant the blood of a virgin and some eye of newt no i'm a sorcerer not a fucking herbalist yeah <laughs> um <laughs> and so like they've you know they they have found they have found this kid's body he unfortunately fell f- fell to morkvarg um and she raises him and makes him talk and this is this is genuinely disturbing me. Yeah, it's pretty uh, fucked up. Uh, so the the vocal effect on this is pretty rough. I'm going to put a marker here, Gary. If you end <laughs> up putting in a sample of it, go ahead. Um but I think <laughs> that it's really uh combined with the visual. It does. It does present um kind of how um deranged necromancy is in a way that oftentimes games don't. Like, oh, you have a skeleton now. Like, no, this is yeah like, this 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 is unholy. <laughs>
3: Are you craving of Lofoten? No, I, uh, I, have, uh, I have, I am
0: Yeah, it's, it's a fucked up thing. It makes it you know why why paladins hate it right. when we were direct paladins hate <laughs> it. Um, the uh, yeah, it in this world it is very bad. Right. Um. So he says like, "Hey, actually, my name is Skull, uh, Skull." Um, and we actually find out what happened with Siri. Um, we do a uh, a flashback. Yeah,
1: there. the the bot like the body says like, "Hey, this is painful." Geralt says, "It'll be over soon," and Yen says, "Geralt, this is not the time to try and cheer up a corpse."
0: Yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is like like you are just wasting his time by. Yeah. Yeah. asking the, the non-yellow options <laughs> um the game actually there's a thing in the dlc where it plays with that really well oh yeah like the like the girl choosing non-critical stuff oh yeah um in in times where you shouldn't yeah oh, is it, good.
1: it's it's like that uh that phoenix Wright case where uh if you if you press on the wrong things then uh you get a strike like you have mm. to you have to make sure not to
0: not, stay on topic
1: not, yeah not to waste time yeah yeah. Um, yeah, so this takes us to another flashback, the Calm Before the Storm, like, Skull is out, like, just kind of fucking around by the water. I don't, I don't know <laughs> yep. what he's doing, like, he's not, <laughs> he's, he's not doing much of anything, but he eventually sees a crab and decides to start chasing he's it.
0: like, whoa, whoa, whoa let's, let's chase that crab. You know, the legendary speedsters, <laughs> <laughs> known as crabs. Um, once you get that side scuttle going, they just, uh. Off like a rocket. <laughs>
1: but the, the um, animation of this is hilarious because he looks like anybody. He looks like anybody who is chasing a football. As it oh like, yeah, falls.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is a crab. On Skellige, they actually play football with crabs.
1: Oh yeah, crab. They ball, get them. They to retract
0: it. into their into their, their shell. Actually, they they call it uh they they call it lobster cube because they can't name things. No, but no it's no, actually yeah. a crab ball.
1: Yeah, the, and the champion the, um, the champion is crab on crate. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Crab on crate, on crate, on crate. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, the portal opens up here. Uh, Siri falls out of it, interrupting his crab fun. and, uh, Siri falls out of it and a masked figure carries her to a uh, skull. Mm-hmm. And this mask figure will become important later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the, the slow people in the audience, this is the elf.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so she's incapacitated and the mask figure says like, Hey, uh, I have to leave. I have to go do something. um, you know let's look let's, let's i get take care of her right yeah.
1: yeah and 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 he tells Siri like you know cuz she is really out of it like hey meet me he at uh, drown the dead rock
0: yes yeah um so Skell tends to to Siri and uh when Siri wakes up um you get this little like slice of life thing with the village yeah um which i really love because uh the way that you can kind of personify like they take her you know you go to the sauna um they want her to uh to cool off in the um in the ice bath, have a drink, these things. Um, But at this point, you know what happens uh, when you stay anywhere. It's got a little bit of that, like trouble follows me, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was trying not to make connections and not give that too much information because it's like, Oh, I'm dooming these people. Yeah. You know, and not just because I knew that uh, as the player, but Siri would know it as well. So when Mm -hmm. you choose those dialogue options, like she's real cagey about it, not because she's rude, but because like, Hey, I don't want to put you in danger.
1: Yeah. Well, she also knows that she only would have gotten here by
0: teleporting. Right. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, so the the wild hunt can't be far behind. Um, so I played this real cold, mm-hmm. not you know, and it turned out and it turned out not to be work. And this <laughs> village did get destroyed. Yeah. So <laughs> so, yeah.
1: so oh well, you role played it, but uh, uh, you you still knew how it turned out. Yeah. Uh, um. So yeah, like it, it's it's neat if you decide to go to, to to go through with it because you do get a you know a, a a good grasp on like what life is like for the rank and file here. You know, mm-hmm. usually, you know, Geralt only ever associates with, uh, um, you know, this nobility, right? He he really is hobnobbing with the uh, with the high and mighty. Um, it's 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 neat. We also find out that uh, that Skal has taken a real shine to Seria; like he hasn't left her side, um, yeah. the entire time. You know, and all the all the women
0: like tease her about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, he he wants he wants you. Um. <laughs> so as you get ready to leave, uh, here. Um the air turns cold, of course, the hunt has arrived. And Skull says, like, hey, I will lead you to that rock. Um, let's get it, you know, fight our way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, he takes you to the uh the stables there. And this is what they thought was him fleeing the village when really he was just protecting Siri. Right. The, so like, like Craven the... probably isn't the right word. Like they probably just call him like disloyal or like person who values an outlander over the village yeah
1: yeah Uh, but like there's also the element of like i think siri at one point tells him like the sooner i get out of here they're going to follow me they're going to leave you alone like he he was actually doing something to help the village it just even if that that wasn't probably
0: his motivation right given you know that he was he had like uh english patient id with siri whoa that's a reference yeah, man, English ratio sure. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that movie that everyone like loved for some reason?
1: I, I mean, like, uh, I, I've never, I know what it is. I've never seen it. Uh, like, it, it looms large in my mind because of that Seinfeld episode where Elaine yeah. doesn't
0: like it. She doesn't yeah. get it. Yeah, I, I've never seen it either. I just know the plot. So yeah. Um, in the in the, in the thing, uh is is played by like I think Ralph Fiennes. Um, I, think, I, I, I think it's it. pronounced Rafe Rafe Fiennes Rafe Fiennes. Yeah, yeah and then, I never, uh, I never figured it out. Yeah, the, the female lead, and I. That's all I got, actually. Yeah. Um, so, the. Uh, anywho, um, Skull sees this uh, masked figure uh, here. So, like, you know, they're proceeding, sees this masked figure, a different uh, masked figure, or they, no, the same masked figure when they get to the thing, incapacitate mm-hmm. Siri and put her on the boat. Right. Um, so, it's the same guy, and she thinks, oh, like, maybe I shouldn't have trusted this guy in the first place, even mm-hmm. though Siri did. Yeah. Um, and he's incapacitating Siri. Uh, essentially, like, if you get the. I don't know if they ever exactly explain the me- mechanics of it, but it seems like. The wild hunt um, when she's awake or when she uses her power or when they can can kind of hone in on her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, especially so that, when that, she teleports,
1: yeah. like yes. you know the, the, yeah. that 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 lights up a flare. I think he definitely knocked her out because they use her knowledge of where she's at. You know, even yes. to get to her not as quick not as quickly as when she
0: teleports. Yes, um, but I, I think that's. It. I don't know if they ever explicitly spell it out, but yeah, um, Scala tries to help her. Uh, from this thing, like, Hey, that asshole just knocked her out and he gets run down by one of the, the wild hunt riders.
1: Yeah. And you know, he wakes up like he's survived, you know, Siri's mm-hmm. gone and the, and the hunt leaves not after, you know, they, they've destroyed most of the village, but it's not a complete sack. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wakes up and what he sees instead is this kind of horrible gibbering, small creature, man. Guess what? That's our old friend Uma. Yeah. Remember? back like the like the scene out of nowhere that had no context where the this horrible dude just runs through and starts like jabbering yeah that's him
0: yeah i and i, I forgive anybody for forgetting about uma and also never in a million years would you think uma would be important but but here we are
1: i didn't realize um, this until i read it online his name is uma and that is short for the
0: ugliest man alive oh really yeah uh,
1: yeah U, UMA. yeah
0: yeah um it's so weird in a, in a world where there are, like, creatures and stuff. Anyone would think he was a man and not, like, a godling or something. Right, right. You know? Um, I guess, like, Geralt didn't recognize him as a creature, so that's enough of an expertise. But it's just kind of weird, like, where this this little monster is an ugly man, but this other monster is an ex. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, this is where the, uh, the, the necro-recollection— The necro recollection The necro Necroelection The necrolection from Wes Craven <laughs> um, ends. Geralt and Yen uh, don't really know what to make of this, but they do remember you, Uma. Like well, Uma is definitely cursed. Um, maybe that's Siri. Yeah, you know, like the, in this world, people do get s- cursed to be little monsters. Um, Uma did seem interested in Geralt. Um, we need to go get Uma from the Baron. Starting one of the funniest quest names in this. <laughs> which is, this is officially Act Two now, which is weird to me. Right. But the quest uh Act Two or the quest named Ugly Baby um which is which is just like very direct like yep. before this the calm before the storm <laughs> echoes of the past yep. the king is dead long live the king ugly baby yeah. Th- this isn't the this isn't really a spoiler the opening quest for blood and wine is called envoys comma wine boys envoys wine boys <laughs> yeah god is that funny <laughs> yeah, to me.
1: i saw that on we a got list envoys and
0: like... and wi- we got both kinds we play <laughs> yeah. both types of music you know it. <laughs> <laughs> envoys wine boys <laughs> like something about wine boys is very funny to me uh,
1: <laughs> like you me a sommelier like what are you talking yeah,
0: about a, who, who or what is a wine boy gerald <laughs> um and presumably dandelion's name in these shits because he he's the one who writes the the quest log mm-hmm. and does the narration so like come on dandelion
1: Th- th- those um, those quest logs like the uh the 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 journal entries those are mm-hmm. so fucking useful that's how i did oh, like 30 yeah. that's how i did the let, let's say two-thirds of the notes for this was like going back mm-hmm. and jogging my memory from
0: those they're really good I've, i definitely had things where um i would uh i accidentally skipped some dialogue mm-hmm. a couple of times trying to just skip a line and end up skipping two lines or ended up skipping a cutscene, scene uh-huh. and then would use those to figure out exactly what happened or what happened next and there it, it's well written and written in a way that like is useful yep so very good um on to ugly baby at this point um you go to uh where the baron was mm-hmm. and his lieutenant is under control um this is either you know depending on what happened uh with the baron mm-hmm. um he either went off to uh and we'll we'll talk about that that's a, technically a side quest but the right. baron has a couple of different fates um, regardless of what happens, his lieutenant is in control Yeah, and uh, is letting his men kind of run wi- wild and take over this, this area. And you're yeah. all shitty. There are tons of little unmarked side quests you can do when you walk through this town and you can see the guards kind of roughing people up mm-hmm. and you can always intervene. It's never marked as a quest, but if you stop and say like, not going to let you do this, you can, you can fuck shit up. And I, yeah. I killed a lot of the Baron's men <laughs> in
1: this town. So, so, so I mean like the bloody Baron himself is not a good person. Um, this is, this is worse for everybody around, you know, right? is, uh, what's happening here because, you know, the Baron himself was just kind of running this as a place for deserters. And this Lieutenant is making it into like, yeah, we're just like a, we're, we're a pirate fortress now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you know, there you talk to the, uh, the Lieutenant, the Lieutenant doesn't care too much about it, but says like, yeah, go to the stable keeper. Um, You tell the stable keeper, like, Hey, I'm taking Uma. Um, you know, we mostly just keep him around for, for laughs and to, you know, be terrible to Uma. Right. Um, you know, but you can take him.
1: Yeah. I I think I, I either resolve this with a fist fight or by using Axie. I forget.
0: I Uh, think I used Axie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but you get him and we get these just a couple of long sequences of Geralt just riding around with Uma in front of him on the saddle. Mm -hmm. Um, there are two things that are inconvenient about that. First, Uma's wearing a diaper. Um, and I do not want to think about what kind of waste this thing's, this thing produce. I know I've been pretty focused on the waste, um, in these, uh, uh, past two episodes. Um, so anyway, uh, but there's also like this kind of like wide open weeping sore on Uma's side where his, his skin kind of has a crepe paper like consistency. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you're going to have a change of the dressing on that. Like that, that's going to get infected, man. Like, Uma's yeah. just no good. No good.
0: <laughs> yeah. G- girl doesn't smell good in general. Right, Without right. Uma leaving, everybody says you know?
1: Geralt smells like blood.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which makes... now Geralt smells umami. Right, because uh, he The, the uh... I hate that.
3: <laughs> um,
0: you know, it's like that meaty world's ugliest man kind of smell that you get. You know, if you roll around in, in skirt steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as as you're heading, um, some of the men from the Emperor uh, shows up, and you're brought to Vizima with Yennefer. Um, Amir, the, the emperor is furious that you haven't done, you haven't done your thing. Like you let all your leads go cold. You haven't actually brought me Siri. Like you said you would. And you say, well, I don't have Siri. What I have is a diaper wearing monster with a weeping sore. Would you like that? And he goes, you did it again. You old son of a gun and pat you on the back and send you on your way. He
1: gives you a bunch of money. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like essentially you present a fairly compelling argument that this could be Siri under a curse, because again, as much as that might seem weird to us, in this world that kind of thing happens.
1: Right, right. And that is, you know, desperately unfortunate because yeah. like that, that is a terrible fate to to befall somebody, um, whether they're your biological daughter or your adoptive daughter. Um but yes. this is the strongest lead that they have. And, you know, a mere trust that Geralt and Yennefer are gonna be able to figure this shit out.
0: Yes um so the universe says i have a plan i can't tell you the details yet but meet me at carmoran um so now we go to carmoran which Mm. is pretty cool right like it is cool to be back here i like this chapter a lot
1: this is really um
0: i like meeting uh the other witchers and hanging out around with them this leads to my favorite uh did you get the drunk scene oh god yeah did you did you get it to its to its fantastic end um, like, because there's a, there's, you can, there's many places where you can fuck it up and tap out before you get to the, the actual good ending for we, it.
1: We, we should compare it because we're definitely going to get there. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a, I, I love it. Like, I like this chapter <laughs> quite a bit. Like, yeah. pretty much here until the end of the game, like, I'm very on board. Yeah. With what's happening.
1: Yeah. You know, and, we're, um, and we're like, <laughs> uh, there are going to be a lot of, like quests that have sub inside of them you know so there's a little yes. bit of like non-linearity within just kind of hey go and do these tasks and whatever you you, you want to but like we're definitely like on rails at this point yes um yeah. you know to, toward the end we're not just like hunting down some leads we're trying to solve a problem
0: and th- this might actually be the point where the game the game's really good it warns you it says like hey you're at a point of no return make a save because some quests are beginning to become unavailable.
1: Yeah, there are And
0: this is actually it might be it.
1: There, there, there are two points of no return where they actually pop up a uh like a an interface element that says, "Hey, you probably want to save here. Here's the um here here's the um oh gosh, recommended level." This is not one of those. Um the mm. first one that you get is right before the Isle of Miss. Um mm. uh what So would it's it... coming up pretty soon. Yeah, it's coming up pretty soon. Yeah. If you if you do this, you do fail a couple of uh, a couple of Yennefer um and I think Yen and Triss related quests. Um, yeah when you uh, when you start headed this way so yeah
0: um yeah so you get there you meet uh Vesemir who's your mentor uh Lambert, and Eskel, who are two uh, other witchers mm-hmm. who are about um there's a, a pretty long quest you can do with Lam- Lambert that's a side side quest mm-hmm. um these are the other three remaining uh witchers of the wolf School. Yeah. and uh Yennefer essentially says Yennefer's there this starts uh, her quest to disturb she's trying to set up this megascope she can speak with another sorceress to kind of get some insight on lifting this curse, but something is interfering with it. Right. Um, so she sends you out with something called a p- p- potestiquisitor, mm-hmm. uh, which is out of the different things you can get. I find this pretty annoying. Yeah, this is not um, fun. <laughs> I don't like yeah. this
1: very much at all. Well, oh, like yeah. you
0: have in the nose is very apt. You have it as uh, Chocobo hot and cold because I hate Chocobo hot and cold. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: Like... Ugh! Uh, how did Final Fantasy IX end up with the worst mini games? I don't know. It's like such a I love Final Fantasy game, yeah. yeah, and 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 it just ends up with like the dumbest side shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. That gives you it gives you the inferior version of Triple Triad, and also this uh this shitty shitty uh, Chocobo game.
0: It's not even inferior. Like it's not like oh Triple Triad's an A and this is a B. Like it's a it's a really bad game. Mm-hmm. The the card game in Final Fantasy IX. So oh. yeah. Anywho. Anyway. Um,
1: um like Karamorin is, is really great. Like I love this, you know, gigantic, decrepit, you know, uh fortress that you're that you're wandering around and everything here is very utilitarian.
0: Mm-hmm. One get... really or sorry to cut you off. Um I started replaying one like I, I threatened to. Uh huh. And Kaer Morin is recognizable in one as oh, the same place. Like cool. very much so. Oh that, um, that'd same be a basic real, layout,
1: like, like a real yeah. treat for people who uh played it from the first.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. Like it, it is it is easy to say that it's exactly the same same thing. Nice so, very yeah. cool.
1: Um you also get like the ability to just wander around the forests and stuff. Like this is a whole other map. It is not densely packed because you're out in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. But there are mm-hmm. points of interest that you can go to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There are there are a couple of uh side quests, there are a couple of places of power, yeah. things like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um you don't have to go out there for 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 this to do the hot and cold kind of thing but like what you're what you're doing is just following the beeps until you get to um the stash of dimeridium bombs that have been uh, left there by Lambert um and it's yes. kind of like right under the room uh where <laughs> where uh, Yen is set up for this um and she's like oh is there any chance that he knew that this would disrupt my thing the 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 other witchers don't like Yen uh, she didn't really extend them a lot of courtesy. She just kind of showed up and said, "Chop, chop, get to work." Uh, yeah. She also um took over the top room of Carimorn for her own and broke a window by pushing the bed where Geralt and uh, Triss slept together out a window.
0: Yeah, and 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 yeah, like that bed. Yeah. If you go to find that bed where it fell out the window, one of her earrings is on it. Yep, and you can you can uh, give it back to her. <laughs> yep, I love that. Like, there's tons of like, there's a lot of little environmental. I got into like a a. a no argument, but like a like a discussion on Twitter about this where somebody was saying that like the UI ruins any of the environmental storytelling in this game, and that's that's not true like the UI uh makes the main path, you know and you can turn all of this stuff off, but like if you don't want to um it the main stuff it will tell you what to do, but there's still tons of little side things like that, yeah, um, which I think are just really, really cool
1: yeah um it's easy to get into tunnel vision, but it's uh just remembering that the the wider world is there.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's just, it is, you have to try again, trusting the game where like, you can say like, Hey, if, uh, you know, Yen said this, this thing got pushed out the window. It probably, they probably did it, mm-hmm. you know, like that, this is not the type of game where they're not going to, you know, they're actually going to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the, um, Lambert is, is kind of, is like the biggest jerk of, of the witchers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, if you do this drunk scene, you can kind of find out a little bit why, but yes,
1: yeah. Um we're going to do like you get quests with both Lambert and Eskel and we have the entire scene with uh Vesemir earlier so we know yeah. we know his deal but like the cool part about this chapter is getting to know these other witchers.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So um you know Yen uses this megascope which is like a you know it's like a uh <laughs> it's like a laptop with Skype on it. Um mm-hmm. to call this <laughs> elven mage that she knows, you know, uh, from 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 the lodge. And you know reproduces the words of the curse, saying like, "Hey, here's this." The the elf says, "Oh, I know that from stories stories that never end well. Here's how you break it, but it's gonna be, and, you know, the person's probably not gonna live through it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you got you got to take the chance, mm-hmm. regardless of which. So you have some um, you know, you have some some reagents you have to gather up right for this thing um you need some some spinal fluid from a fork tail mm-hmm. um yennefer is a sent escal out to get that um you go help him finish the job you right. do a pretty standard like kind of tracking thing to see you know it's kind of fun because you're coming in a medias race uh on another witcher who's doing Witcher shit <laughs> yeah and he's brought
1: his pet goat up here to act as the bait yeah <laughs> yeah there, there, there's something we skipped in the megascope scene because that elf like looks directly at gerald and says hey the time of the time of the white frost is upon us, and it's up to you to stop it.
0: Yeah. 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 And the white frost is, is another word for this end of the world. Yes.
1: So um, we're we're, we're going to see that firsthand later on, but that is uh, – I had no context for it uh, when she said it, but yeah, it's there. Um, I think
0: that that, that has been seeded in books yeah. up until this point, but I don't read all of the books. I read some of the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I also didn't really understand it other than just saying, like, hey, shit is real.
1: Right, right. The, uh, oh. the books in the game, not, uh, not the Witcher novels.
0: Yes, yeah, that, uh, but, yeah, it yeah. is
1: present in the Witcher novels, but
0: yeah, yeah, I, I meant specifically the books in the yes, game. Yes,
1: yeah, um, but yeah, like Escal's uh, Escal's solid. He looks like uh, um, uh, if Tony Danza was thrown
0: face first into a wheat thresher. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true, but yeah, he's uh, got this real bad, bad scar. Like Witcher, you know, Witchers always have these terrible scars, but he has a, a really really nasty facial scar.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: um, but you catch up with him, and you know, he is similarly like professional and pragmatic. Um, you know, to, to, to Geralt, which leads to him being just like a little bit of, uh, um, (laughs) he takes over the straight man role from Geralt in this Mm -hmm. because Geralt is more kind of at the side of Yen, um, as things go. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing that you need to do is need to prepare the phylactery. Um, and Lambert has been sent out to do this. And what you need to do, um, is to go and walk the path of the witcher's trial. This is a quest called the final trial. Uh, to get to the shrine where the powers of the elements are heightened, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. And this is mostly, you know, you don't, there's a lot of this part that's just walking around, Mm -hmm. um, but you're mostly just getting to hang out with Lambert and learn a little bit about how witchers are brought about.
1: Right, right. So, witchers are sterile. There's no, like, oh, you're raised in this family. Lambert is incredibly um, bitter because... He was given over to the witchers as payment, um, because a witcher saved his father's life. The problem is his father was drunk and abusive and probably would have been better off dying anyway. Yeah. Um, so his, his line is like, Oh, my life for that bastard's, you know, he's, he's, he's got this chip on his shoulder because, you know, like becoming a witcher is a process of torture and he was pretty much just conscripted into this life of being an outcast.
0: Yes. Yeah. It is, it is very, um, so the first Dragon Age game, uh-huh. like the process of becoming one of the—I can't remember what they call them—the Grey Wardens. Yeah. The Grey Wardens is probably inspired by this, like if not the the first game, then the books. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is does such a better job of making this seem biological and real and creepy mm-hmm. than that. And I say this as somebody who likes you know Dragon Age One. Like this is, but as opposed to just showing a thing like we're literally oh here's three people. One of them dies. One of them tries to run away and gets killed. One of them makes it. Bada boom. Like here, you get to see like the the implements and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, there's a part on the island we can go to. It's not part of this quest, but you can go to the lab where they used to do this and yeah. kind of see just like the you know injection tables and Frankenstein and you know stuff that they did. Is it
1: Frankenstein's hanging around.
0: Hey guys. Yeah, Frankenstein's hanging around. He's, <laughs> he's a witcher.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's actually uh, Frankenstein the doctor too, not the monster. Okay. I know it's common that people mix them up, but this time I didn't. <laughs> Um, anywho, it's it's pretty neat um, here. And I like this little bit of insight into Lambert. Like he is a bitter prick, but he has good reason to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so you walk this path of the trial. Um, you stop Lambert from killing some peaceful but distrustful rock trolls. Like Geralt's mm-hmm. whole thing is he he really is soft on sentient monsters who are no threat to anybody. Like these rock trolls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you said that in a different voice, it would sound like a negative campaign ad. <laughs>
1: The Gerald of Rivia soft
0: on sentient monsters. <laughs> He doesn't care about the economy. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> but it's a, it's, it, it's, a, it's a good trait. And, you know, you can, you can let Lambert, who would sooner kill these things because monster bad, um, kill it. And that's one way to, to you know, to shake, to shake this out. You don't want to do that because it, like, being kind to monsters helps you in a later secondary quest, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like he, he has a soft spot for trolls. And we saw that with, a uh, Deekstro's stroll as well. Yes. Um, you know, eventually they say like, yeah, we're going to leave our swords here. Um, and well, I mean, that's,
0: I mean, that, that adds a little bit of shade to it. Like they're saying like, Hey, leave your swords here. And that's a real big deal. Yeah. You know, for them. So it's like a, a little bit arguable. I also did the same thing you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill some innocent trolls, but the, uh, Lambert's not entirely a maniac. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> there's also a scene where, uh, I guess there's this legendary monster who lives in the caverns around here, old spear tip. I didn't fight him, mm-hmm. so I don't know what kind of monster this is. Did you?
0: Um, I didn't. I didn't fight him either. Um, you can avoid him. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and there's also a foglet trap you get through. Um, essentially though, you're just making your way to the site where this flakerty uh, absorbs these elements, mm-hmm. and uh, you kind of just chat again. Yeah, yeah. Learning a little bit more.
1: Yeah. That backstory that we gave there before.
0: Yeah. Um. So you uh, you head uh, head back out and uh back home. Uh, Vesemir takes. Uh, Uma out to the woods for one final ritual before you do the actual yeah, extreme ritual.
1: Yes. There. And um,
0: Vesemir's kind of been hanging out with Uma a lot, which is cute and funny
1: to mm-hmm. me. But have just been observing like Vesem- him, like, just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on.
0: But, like, also, like, when you see him in the background, sometimes, he, like, Uma's just playing. Yep. You know, and Vesemir's just watching. Like, Vesemir likes kids.
1: <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, which, again, we talked about that last last episode or maybe the first one. It all runs together mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah. But, like, being good with kids is probably a good skill for a Witcher to have.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, nobody really knows what Yen's plan is at this point, And that's going to be a big reveal that we get here. Vesemir knows that it's going to be a big deal, you know, a, a big deal. So he goes and does does this, which leaves the witchers with a night off. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, let's um, fuck around and care more and enjoy yeah. et- and
0: enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And uh, and you can at any point during this, um, you can, you know, bow out. Right you know but again like this is like this i think this is a role playing game in the strict sense of the order where like i just was like no you know my girl would would want to have this mm-hmm. this night of catching up with his buddies he doesn't spend any time with peers you know so let let's let's let him have some time with peers um this is really fun and hilarious and is <laughs> one of the like secret weapons to the witcher 3 actually being a very funny kind of comedy game at points yeah so, I mean, and it goes
1: on, like it's, it's pretty lengthy and you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're watching everything and you're making a, you know, a handful of choices, mostly about Geralt's backstory. Yeah. You know, as you're, as you're talking and, um, you know, just kind of needling each other. Um, I think it's a, a no, Lambert is mocking Vesemir, like he's got his hat. Um, and he's yeah. like coming in and saying, no, I do this, do that. Look at yeah, me! Yeah, I'm
0: here. And you can you can say like, hey, you know, tell us the story of how you did this earlier when you're talking to uh, Eskil. You said like, hey, this story is for another time. You can actually say like, hey, is, we have time now. Tell that story, and he mm-hmm. does. Like, the game remembers things like that. It is not shorthand to get rid of it. Right. You know, um, you get progressively you know, kind of drunker and drunker. Eventually, you have to uh, either like go to the kitchen for more or something. You end up checking in on uh, Jennifer or Jennifer comes down. Um, at this point and is chatting with you as well, um, holding her own with the boys, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, reveals her plan. Um, you know, Uma's going to go through the trial of the grasses to prepare uh, his body for the shock. So the idea being witchers are very, uh, resistant to toxins and disease. If we just did this ritual with, uh, Uma in, in his base state, he would definitely die. But a witcher could probably survive it. So let's more or less make him a witcher, you know, yeah, in terms like, of... Yeah,
1: uh, like stop before we put in the mutagens and stuff. But this trial of the grasses is kind of meant to make the body resilient and malleable. Um yes. And, you know, lift the curse while also like simultaneously performing this kind of existential plastic surgery on him while he is still alive, stretching yes. out and reshaping him and everything. And yeah. all three of these witchers who have gone through this and have like it's, it's it is a scarring uh thing sometimes quite literally um they're outraged that they would do this that you know like a new witcher hasn't been made in years and years and years why would you ever put a new one through this again it's not working yeah
0: it. yeah it hurts yeah you know but hey siri yep <laughs> um you know and then and, and not like the, the flippant way like hey this is to help somebody else you know mm-hmm. this could be siri yeah. you know i think is more or less what, what you say um so yeah, so, yeah. um as this continues, you know you can Yennefer says like, "Hey, why don't you follow me up? You can do that and have some 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 quick sex mm-hmm. uh, with Yennefer, and then head down uh, to have more reindeer games <laughs> with with your buddies. Yeah, um, you, know, you find a, a drunk asshole who wandered off. Um, you can do these never have I ever things to kind I, of. I love uh, why I
1: never have I ever with these Witchers.
0: Yeah, it's it's super fun because the the answers are real. You know, they're they're Witcher answers. Yeah,
1: they're 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 and, real telly. Like never have I ever slept with a succubus. Yeah. You know, and, then exactly, you, then,
0: exactly. and like you can you can agree or disagree. You know. Yeah. You, you're <laughs> deciding. You know what your your backstory is. Yeah. Um, if you keep going with this, eventually um, you get real drunk, and this ends with you going upstairs, uh, trying to get some ladies. I'm um, like, <laughs> hey, we have got to get some girls to this party. So you use the megascope <laughs> thing that Jennifer uh, set up to I call the mages college.
1: I can't remember if I did this. I think I said that was a bad idea, which is a bad idea in itself. I should have done this.
0: No, I I just was like, what if I say yes to everything in general for this? So you, you go up there, you call the Megascope, and instead of getting the sorceress that he was talking about, you get this guy who's really cranky about being crank called in the, the morning. um And – you also get drunk uh, and before you do so, you put on a bunch of Yennefer's clothes. <laughs> so all three of the witchers are like stretched into <laughs> tiny clothing. Um, and like the, the drunk dialogue here is among the best drunk dialogue I've ever heard. Like <laughs> the going back and forth between, uh, you know, uh, maudlin and affectionate uh-huh. and angry uh-huh. <laughs> is pitch perfect. Yep. Like, you know, just like non sequitur, like, you know, you know, I'd die for you, you know, out of nowhere. Like, it is it is real primo, like, real, real drunk adult <laughs> um, talking Very, very good. He, he
1: gets real happy, then he gets real sad. All right.
2: How's this work? Well, twist here, turn there, and you got to say something in Elvish. Easy peasy, let's do it. Hey, hang on. When this Ida sees us, we'll scare her off. I mean, we don't look anything like sorceresses. I know. Yennefer's clothes. Let's
0: dress up. Bags are over there.
2: What's this thing you got for dressing up?
0: Shut it, wise ass, or I'll lace your corset up so tight you'll shit in your bloomers.
2: Stop whining, Eskel. Times you gotta squeeze into some frippery. Uh, We don't tell a soul, understand? This stays here.
0: And you can kind of hash some stuff out with Lambert, which is really good. And Lambert kind of softens up and is just like, you know, I don't mean it. And you're just like, Mm -hmm. I understand that. I know you're, you know, you love me. It it is
1: very good. I understand that, but you're a dick.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. And he's just like, Hey, I uh, know, like it is. Everybody is just, you know, it is. It is extremely good drunk talk. Yeah. Uh, so very, very, very fun. It's worth watching the whole scene on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very funny. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm way into it. I'm way into like non combat, non exploration. Let's just get to know each other kind of stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very, very into it. Um, so the next day, nobody seems to be hungover. I don't know if they have like Wolverine style hangover cures or what, but, um, yeah, this takes us into, uh, Vafael Elaine, um, which I think, um, in the Elvish language translate. I don't, I read this somewhere. I'm not actually like, I don't know the language. (laughs) Yeah. It translates to farewell beauty, Okay. which is very fun.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Uma is tied to this torture chamber. Or torture table, and you have to brew the uh, decoction of the grasses in your actual interface. There, mm-hmm. um, you hook up the fluids, do them as veins. Um, again, showing that Frankenstein-like process mm-hmm. uh, that happens with with witching. Um, and Yen starts lifting the curse. Um, it's extremely painful. You get to see this little critter scream and yell. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, uh, changes shape and becomes not Siri, but the Elven mage. Yes. Uh, Avalok.
1: Yes, Avalok he is uh he is a sage. Um and he is and like you know, Geralt has history with him. You know, he is not just like any kind of elf who is here after like the conjunction or what have you. Um he is part of the NL mages.
0: Mm.
1: An- did elves An- come from the, elves.
0: from the conjunction? I th- I think In, so. I, 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 yeah,
1: I, 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 I I I I guess that they
0: did. Yeah, I can't I cannot remember. Yeah, but, but he's he's not, he's not just a rando.
1: Yeah, like he he is specifically from the other world or from another world. Um and he is he is here. Um, and has been taking care of Siri and kind of helping her hone her powers.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Um, so uh, you find out that Avalok has hidden Ciri on something called the Isle of Mist, uh, which is this kind of pocket dimension uh, in Skellige where hopefully the Wild Hunt can't find her. Is the idea? He mm-hmm. um, gives you kind of vague directions and a bottled firefly that will lead you to Siri. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you essentially say like. This is also where the plan becomes like, hey, we're gonna get Siri back, but we can't keep running forever. Right. Like Siri can't live in the Isle of Mists forever. <laughs> like, you know, she's gotta be in the real world. We're gonna go there. That to, place is shitty. Yeah. Like and it is. Um but you know, we need to actually we're gonna bring her here and we're gonna make a stand. Like this is a fort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna get some allies and we are going to uh, lead the wild hunt here and actually make a stand and fight.
1: Yeah, we're gonna fight them on our own terms.
0: Yes. Um, leading into another one of my favorite uh, kind of little touches here. Like this whole scene is really good, but I love this as payoff for everything you've done before. Yes. Here, um, yeah. this quest called Brothers in Arms.
1: Yeah, which is really a collection of secondary quests that you have to do to kind of assemble the team. You know, you're going out there, you're getting the the acrobat, you're getting the face, you're getting the driver. Uh, by which I mean the wheelman. Um, all of that. Um, yes. We're gonna cover all of these in detail in the secondary quest episode because that would balloon this episode out to about to about five hours, I think.
0: Well, it's also – it's dependent on what um what we did in mm-hmm. secondary quests. Like the, the willingness – like some of these people will help you no matter what. Like right. Tris will help you regardless. But some of these people will only help you if you succeeded or failed on their terms in their, their respective side quests. Right. But essentially you're just going and gathering up your your, your buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, after you do so and get them on your way, you head to the Isle of Mist. And you can do these in either order too, I think. I think, I I think once where.
1: you finish Isle of Mist. Like Isle but of Mist is begins. the point of no return. Um, starting the Isle of Mist causes, uh, anything related to Brothers in Arms to fail. Yeah, you're
0: correct. Yeah. Um, so you head to the Isle of Mist, um, which is in Skellige, uh, to the north of Mm Olirik. Um, and you enter this kind of pocket of mist that leads you to the shore of, uh, this enchanted isle, kind of like the mist of Ravenloft.
1: Yes. Um, and on this island, you know, it's abandoned. Everything is spooky. Uh, you find this locked hut with some suspicious, you know, kind of voices inside, Um, they got stranded here. Like they just wandered in by accident. Um, and they don't trust you and, you know, won't trust you until you go and find, uh, their friends, help their friends who got lost.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to go, uh, go find their friends. Uh, a couple of them, two of the three of them have died. Unfortunate deaths. Well, One Uh, of them
1: dies in front of you. He's like hiding from some, uh, necrophages. Uh, he's like on this tall rock. He's like, Hey, let me come down. And then he slips and falls and breaks his neck.
0: Did you uh, realize? I didn't realize this until I read about it, but these are mapped onto the seven dwarves. Oh, so it's like I, sleepy, I got, clumsy, and I got a sense that that, that was that,
1: that's what it was. I didn't realize there were seven of them total, but I was like, yeah, like clumsy dwarf I, makes sense.
0: I found this very annoying. Yeah, like I don't like these dwarves. I don't like that I have to do anything with them. Mm-hmm. And this is where I had just spent a bunch of time gathering my forces to do this big gigantic fight, mm-hmm. and then I had to do some nonsense with dwarves. Yeah. Um. I, I, I did not like doing this favor for these guys every time like I like the idea that Geralt will not just break into every door in the in the world mm-hmm. you know like it's not just art 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 you know like art is nature's key. like you can just get into anything. but I felt like this was a situation where like, hey, Siri, the whole point of this quest is on the other side of this. I'm not gonna go do a chore for you to to open it right
1: like you were. I wish I could have
0: fought back or
1: we we are right we are right in front of one of the main emotional climaxes of this game. Yes. And like, the, the this is probably the place where my daughter is. I don't hear her. So she may be in there dead. Yeah. You know, and they, then they're not going to tell you either way. Like, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like Gerald would be super disposed to go and do some favors for these guys.
0: Yeah. Yep. It was, that it was not my favorite little, little touch here. And mm-hmm. um, there are a couple of places, like, usually I think the pacing in this game is very good. There are a couple of places where it falls down and this is one of them. Yeah. Um, so you eventually get in, you know, you do your chores. Also, one of them is an escorted dude. Yep. thing like Which, this is a concordance of stuff i don't want. Like. <laughs> um
1: uh, and you generally don't have that happen in this game either it, it's is, very rare sort of
0: stuff yeah and and if you if you fail it's never a fail condition for the game mm-hmm. like ever so like if this dwarf dies on your way back because he keeps falling fucking to sleep yeah um then it is it is fine mm-hmm. you know they'll still let you in but if uh you know you if it's just a pain to, distort steward yeah. him. Yeah. Eventually you get in
1: narratively. It seems like a bad, a bad time for like a, like a goofy, funny thing of no, of no real import. Because, yeah. Cause like you do see these guys later, like in the, uh, in the epilogue, but like that is not a
0: payoff or anything. Yeah. I don't yeah. care about them. No, no. Yeah.
1: So like you get in and these doors say, Hey, we're going to go, you know, we're going to go hop in your boat and we'll, we'll meet you later. Um, mm-hmm. and Siri is laying on the bed lifeless. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is real sad. Like there's no music. You don't really see Geralt's expression. He's just standing there looking at her. And then he like takes a knee and gets next to her. Like it's it's cut in such a way that you really, you know, get a sense of Geralt coming to terms with what's in front of him. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, it's really well done. Yeah.
1: And then the firefly that he's been carrying, the firefly that kind of led him through the uh, through through the miss uh, flies up and revives her like that might have been part of Avalok's plan was hey I'm going to I'm going to put you under so they can't really get to you we're going to have these two layers of protection we're going to put on these two condoms you know rock rock and the yes. double dom, and uh sure um, yeah. yeah and uh you know this the, the, you know not only we're going am I going to lead Geralt to the isle, isle island going to give him what he needs to find you and revive you and you know as she comes back to life we get this flashback of Geralt finding her as a child you Yeah, know, like it's it's real. It's real well
0: done. Yes. Very good. Um, after she, the Firefly brings her back to real life, you guys kind of catch up. Um, you find out that uh, Siri had, you know, you kind of tell these stories. Siri said that she actually hid from Aridan, who is the, the wild hunt guy to remind you mm-hmm. um, in the, in a futuristic world where people had metal in their heads and rode on flying ships mm-hmm. um, because we're dealing with dimensions. As we, uh, we found out in, uh, in brother, of, in arms yes um when we i believe that's when we do something that might come up, that no, actually comes that's, up
1: later. that's later up in uh, in final preparations yeah um yeah but
0: you know the, those are dimensions are on the table this is the foreshadowing for that um and of course because siri is awake now uh the wild hunt shows up yeah <laughs> and the dwarves stole your boat
4: uh,
1: they're huge dicks you pieces of shit yeah uh, god the worst um i like how you can um choose to have siri just kind of relay her story as a way to give you okay well you saw you saw this in fragments and pieces like if you didn't piece that together um you can have her like just tell it to you from beginning to end
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know as you're as you're getting caught up
0: very yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good yeah that's very. it is extremely good yeah
1: but as these, um, so good you,
0: go ahead. you know, or you tell siri to teleport you
1: mm-hmm.
0: like get us out of here she says like hey that's gonna bring them right to us and you're like
1: exactly <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what we want
0: and you go, uh, you get teleported back, and this brings us to the Battle of Karamorin, which is like we're extremely good. Um <laughs> you know, like a like a Neverwinter Nights two style, like gigantic, huge battle, really yeah. good scale.
1: Yes, that involves a ton of characters, um, all kind of just barely scraping by. Um, and you really feel like, you know, depending on how you did in the secondary quests and as an extension, uh this uh the brother, you know, the brothers brothers in arms getting them here, you feel like that has an impact on how things are gonna shake out. That, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really. There are a couple of like minor um, kind of epilogue things that are impacted by it, but the feeling is still there.
0: Yeah, and some of the things matter. Some of the, some of them matter less. Like the Lambert survival can either be a thing that you can fail and mess up or you can ensure it, yeah. you know, by uh, having um,
1: having Kira here. Kira,
0: Kira Metz, yeah. yeah. Show up, so.
1: Yeah. So you get there and you start rallying the troops. You know, everybody who you told to come here is here. Um, the only person whose help I didn't secure was Dijkstra because I failed his, um, I failed, uh, the quest to find his money.
0: Yeah, me, me too. But he yeah. doesn't, um, there are a couple of people who don't give you, uh, troops. They just give you money.
2: Yeah. Money. Or so resources. he, they give
0: you money or items. So he would have given you money to buy supplies. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You did
0: um, I, did, I didn't get him either. And I also didn't get the, uh, the big witcher who was not alive in my game.
1: Yes. Yes. That witcher yeah. who I do not remember his name, but I assure you, I will remember it by the time we. Talk yeah. about that side quest. Yeah, big boy. Big boy. Um, yeah. Big viper boy. Um, yes. So you have this kind of rallying of the troops and you start making some decisions like how do we want to spend our time waiting for this? Do we like mend the wall or do we brew up some potions? How do we want to use our lab, etc.?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like it is cool to make these little tactical uh, decisions, um, regardless of which uh, what you do. Um, you're going to have to go out and close these portals. They come in through portals and you can either use uh, Yurdin or uh, Demeterium bombs mm-hmm. to close them. Um, so that is going to be your job initially. Um, you head out to do this and uh, you have a signal that you have that will make Triss rain fire. This is a really good uh, quest for explaining to you in this world why sorceresses are hated and feared and respected. Yeah. Um, um, but when you when you get out there, um, you see one of the generals. You say, "Hey, Triss, rain some death on this guy," and she does not respond to the signal.
1: Yeah. Um. And so, like the perspective shifts, Siri decides, "No, fuck that. I'm not going to hide. I'm going to go out and you know solve this problem." Um. And she goes to help Triss. So, um, while Geralt is out, you know, <laughs> riding his horse and trying to close these portals that are going to lead inside Morhen, Um, You know, Siri is running around in the, you know, in the walls and kind of pulling people's bacon out of the frying pan.
0: I I love the way this shifts. Yeah. Right. Like So the whole game, like we've been we've been shifting back and forth to flashbacks with Siri and the main thing and having them work together like in tandem like this. Like, I think this sells their relationship in a way. Yeah. You know, like not that it hasn't been sold before, but I really just like the way that this cuts around it feels very cinematic
1: yeah and like it maintains continuity it's not like oh something happened well let's go take a look at what happened rewind no it just it just it just cuts over to like a different they they could literally just move the camera from from one to the other and then all right here we go we're gonna pick up
0: yeah it's real good
1: yeah it maintains the momentum of the scene is what i'm trying to say momentum
0: yeah momentum is huge the piecing here is extremely good yes For for a big action (laughs) set piece
1: yeah um, and once you free Triss, she decides to start, like, letting loose. Uh, you end up having to ride back to Ker Morin as she rains fire down on the entire surrounding uh, uh, countryside. It Tr- looks great. Triss is a one-woman artillery
0: squad. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, What Yen has been doing is is holding up a shield. Yes. To stop them from teleporting in. But it, the local teleports will do it. So that is why she's not a, fi- a firing squad. But. Again, that sorceresses aren't ain't nothing to fuck with. Like Yen could probably do this as well. Yes. Like Twist is very associated with fire, but Yen could probably fuck shit up in a similar way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as you get back in, uh, Kara Metz, if you if you did the right things to make her here, she saves Lambert uh, from dying. If if she's not there, you can actually do it, but there's a chance you can fail and Lambert can die. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what determines uh, Lambert's ending yes. and Kira's ending.
1: Yeah. Um, Escal ends up fighting a group, uh, like fighting the general alone. Like he mm-hmm. you know gets gets them pinned down and he's doing pretty well um but um Siri ends up saving him, you know uh, yeah. uh saving Eskel after um he is called away by the sound of a horn you know like okay, we're gonna finish this Siri Siri stops it yeah um this gate... that
0: horn was signaling like, hey, uh we're gonna actually send in the big guns yes, essentially, so back off
1: yeah because
0: yeah because yeah, the gate gets thrown open um Gerald and Eskil are, are frozen solid similar to Geralt's dream in the beginning of it mm-hmm. you know where he's helped us to to help um Imlereth, uh, shows up takes Vesemir hostage yeah, Imlerth uh, is
1: like a like a general we haven't seen him before but he is you know kind of like the second of this... in
0: command like he's a major general
1: yeah, yeah yeah you know and he comes in and he unmasks himself and says hey Siri guess what i've got i've got Vesemir here come to me you know if you want Vesemir to live Yeah um, um, when he
0: unmasks we reveal that he is an elf yeah, uh, so, that is what these are. These are L's from another dimension.
1: Yeah, like the, the these are from an L. Um, is, yeah. is is what's going on. So it's not they're not like an elemental force. You know, it's 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 not like they are monsters themselves. Like this is a military unit that just happens to, um. You know, we're gonna find this out later on. So you might as well be you know say this. A, they're trying to find Siri in order to prevent the destruction of their world and use her power just like everybody else wants to use her power but they're also basically scouting out for conquest they're yeah. almost setting up like the uh uh like the combine from half-life 2
0: combine was was what i was going to say yeah yeah very very similar to that no. um vesemir will not be somebody's hostage no no.
1: Uh, no and like he will not accept siri going and you know being taken by the wild hunt so guess what vesemir attacks Imlarith causing his own death I think uh Imlerith, like crushes his head something yeah
0: yeah yeah' it's, it's nasty yeah I'm um, here um this causes Siri to freak out the idea was to demoralize her but however uh, this causes her magic to flare up she becomes this kind of like huge vortex of of energy and power um sending the hunt away um and the sage kind of has to fight through this to stop it um this feels I know this wasn't inspired by because it, it came out before but it's very similar to the scenes in uh, Logan. Mm-hmm. Where Xavier is uh, is paralyzing everyone, and and Logan has to like fight through mm-hmm. to get through this before he destroys everything. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um,
0: and before we we totally leave this battle, I want to talk about just for a second how good the um scripted like cutscene action is in this game. It's great. <laughs> like the action is very very good. Like everything has a really good sense of weight to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Witchers are I think are at that place where they are super powered but not so super. Like it's like low level comic fights. Mm-hmm. where they have superpowers. So they're stronger than normal people, but they're not weightless. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: yeah. I mean, well, well, what you're trying to avoid saying is like, they don't edge into like Advent children. Totally style, yeah. that, you that, know.
0: That, which is, which is terrible, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. that's the, the worst way to do action here. Everything feels like it has a sense of impact and weight. Mm-hmm. Um, these things look like they're objects that exist in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great. You yeah. know, it, it is think, um, you know, if, if I'm going out of my way to avoid saying anime, Compare it instead with like fights in say um, like the Winter Soldier versus the Born Identity, yeah, or something where it is just like flashy nonsense versus hey, I can see all of these strikes and people being like pushed around and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like that, like they like they exist. Yeah, um, I really like the action in this game when even when you're not mm-hmm. not controlling it.
1: Yep, it's very well choreographed, very well just kind of produced and put together. Um, Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't, you know, in a game this big, you would not expect it to also have that kind of fidelity of action, right? Because the alternative is what we did last year where it's never Winter Nights 2. The action is either described or done in this super kind of puppet-like, uh, kind of, uh, um, kind of fidelity.
2: Um,
1: And, And that,
0: that assault scene was very cool as well. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't, uh, you have to round up a lot with your imagination. Right, right. And here it's just kind of like no, it's on the screen. Like I would watch this action movie. Yeah, this presents
1: it in a super cinematic way that definitely again sells the fact that they're kind of they're kind of just scraping by. They're you know they're fighting an entire army with a handful of you know super talented freaks.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super freaks.
1: Yeah, super freaks.
0: <laughs> they're super freaky. They're super freaky.
1: Yeah. So, um, this is really good. Like this. And then our small little breather, like segueing into uh, the quest called Bald Mountain, um, like this run of quests like is a huge highlight for me.
0: Yeah, this is really really good. Yeah, uh, too. Um, before we do that, we have this. Uh, we have Vesemir's funeral. Yeah, uh, we have to have to. This is really good too. I didn't know if this was your. You meant through Bald Mountain, not just necessarily starting with Bald Mountain, because Bald Mountain is really good. Yes. Yeah. Um. This this whole scene is very nice. Hmm. Um. Yeah. You know, yeah. The funeral. Everyone. You can walk around and get everyone to say a little something. Yes. Um, like and it's super,
1: it's super sad because, like, I mean, it's, it, I don't know about how sad it is. You know, the Besimir's dad, he was a father figure to everybody here. Um, but, um, if people are going to start going on their own ways, their, their purpose here is done, you know? Yeah. Um, and so this is a little bit of a breaking of the fellowship, you know, uh, a little bit the opposite of what we saw in the, uh, you know, them drinking together kind of phase. Like, one of them could be dead at this point. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if you go and talk with Lambert, you know you get this uh almost like mini epilogue in the middle of the game where they end up like riding off to, riding off with each other
0: well, well there's a there's a bunch of those whenever a character um has their ending mm-hmm. it will show this little cutscene yes so it's like it, it's kind of weird it does fallout style like slides in the middle of the game mm-hmm. um and a couple of times they happen mid dialogue mm-hmm. um and they're really weird. it's very abrupt it happens with the uh, the bloody bear and however that ends mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but here, that's you know Lambert says like, "Hey, I'm out of here," you know, and uh, if you play your cards right, like runs off with Kira Metz. Yeah. Um,
1: and you know they end up being companions. Like they found they found love. You know, it's yeah. unlikely for you know Kira. Remember her characterization. It does not seem
0: like she would take well to the life of, the, of a witcher. But they they work. Yeah. Yep. Um, and if if it seems you know the fact that they're having this funeral and it's very dramatic, like this is one fourth of the remaining witchers of this school. Right. Right. Like, it, you know, they, they go through having this huge abandoned castle with four people, yeah, you know, left with like training facilities for, for far more. Like it really does kind of show the weight yeah. of this being the end of this era.
1: Yeah. um, You know, witchers are always buried or burned with their medallion. You know, in life, they never separate from them, mm-hmm. Um, you know. And so they put Vesemir's medallion on his pyre. Ciri is like just resolute. She's discouraged but she decides i'm going to start taking my fate in my own hands she runs up grabs vesemir's medallion and flees
0: yes you know um every, everyone else kind of uh goes off to kind of start the next phase of this cuz they you know they didn't they didn't win like we need to regroup yes um i think this is where uh yen says kind of her plan mm-hmm. um this is where they start talking about getting the uh the sorcerers together you don't we don't do anything with that but right. that's what she's doing um in the meantime we have this these very important uh, choices are coming up which because the core of this game is Geralt's relationship to Ciri mm-hmm. um Ciri's very upset uh and you can try to cheer her up
1: yeah um, um. <laughs> this is presented as a, a you know as, as as a time choice uh which mm-hmm. is which is strange because you know there's no like imminent danger or anything you just need to say you know to say the right thing you know because silence is its own kind of response um you can choose to say, like, yeah, I don't know what to say, but we can go and try and figure this out. Or you can – I forget i forget how it's actually described, but it's like I think I know something that will help you feel better.
2: Uh,
1: yeah.
0: And you end up having a snowball fight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the choice, you know, either drinking and drowning your sorrows or having the snowball fight. And the snowball fight is done mechanically. Yep. <laughs> um, with Siri teleports around and you who can throw things because of grenades or bombs. Um, and that's the right choice. Um, mm-hmm. There are about five choices you can make. That yeah. determine your relationship with Siri, so it doesn't rest on any of them, um, and not all of them are super intuitive, right? right? Like, here, the way this kind of presents, like, uh, going and having a drink in the wake of this funeral doesn't seem unreasonable. No, no. Like, I I did the snowball fight, but not because it was the only choice, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, like, it was – for for me, it was what seems immediate versus what seems – like, it would make things worse, you know? Yeah. like Because so
0: alcohol doesn't help you when you're depressed. <laughs> right. You slash kids. So.
1: <laughs> but it, um, you know, uh, uh, the way this is, is, you know, it's it's set up is you can either choose to wallow, which is not going to help her with kind of her sense of indecision or powerlessness, or there's like a, a distraction. There is, okay, I can remind you to be human, and we can have some fun for a second and kind of like reset, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know, because, um.
0: So you know, regardless of whether you win the the snowball fight or lose it, um, you know, the next day, Siri's like, "Hey, you know, thanks for that," and she she has this plan. Regardless, but she says, "Uh, you know, I've developed a plan. I know where that general is going to be. Um, there's a festival that's held once a year, harvest festival, on Bald Mountain in Velen. Yeah. If we go there, um, Imleroth will be there, yeah. and uh, we can take the fight to him. And you can say, "Yeah, I'm going with you. Let's do it." Yeah, because, uh, you know, spoiler, not, not spoiler, but the way to get the quote unquote good ending and the way that I wanted to play my Geralt and one of the, the ways you definitely can is just Siri is her own person. This is her story. Mm-hmm. Um, I am here to help her and support her in whatever she does. Yep. And that is the the correct way.
1: Mm-hmm. It is not to be possessive. It is not to take control of her destiny, but to um, enable and support.
0: Yes. And the, the one of the things that, you know, the ways this game is very good is that it uh doesn't present the being possessive as being like unreasonable or jerky. No, <laughs> you know it, it comes off as um, like overprotective out of a place of love.
1: Right, you know, you know, you, it, it is paternal in like the non-pejorative sense of that. Right? Yes,
0: um, as opposed to like this could have just been you know ah uh, you know I'm vying for control or something explicitly evil. Mm-hmm. Both both options are very understandable.
1: Yeah, they they, they are both know? expressions of care.
0: Yes. Um, so this begins uh, act one or act three, which is the smallest act mm-hmm. of the game. So people are looking at the clock and being like, oh, another another two and a half hours. Let's go. <laughs> um, this is the smallest act of the game. Yeah. Um, it begins with this bald mountain uh, quest. And bringing back, um, you know, one of my favorite parts, of the first part of this game, the crones. Mm-hmm. Um, because the this... way these. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that. So these villagers, they make these offerings to the crones on their Sabbath and they get these enchanted acorns and the, uh, the crones will hear their supplications.
1: Yes, and Geralt is really baffled because like, alright, so you're going to make these sacrifices and give up so much so you can get a handful of acorns, and like, well, you can plant them or make them into flour. Like, it's great. Acorns are awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, it sets up what, you know, it sets you up to not really feel bad about killing them, which is what you're going to end up doing.
0: Well, and just, you know that they kept an orphanage as a a larder.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, You
0: know, earlier, too. So, like, you know... The, like this really shows these villagers and how far they've kind of gone to being cowed by the supernatural. Yeah. Like these things, you know, that are very powerful beings, but they're seeing as gods. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't just say like, hey, we get an acorn. They're also saying like they'll listen to our pleas and like maybe we'll have a good harvest. Maybe we'll have these kind of things. And, you know, I am I've said it before, but I'm like always there for a thing where people misplace like a religion. Yeah. You know, they they find something powerful that is not uh like deific. Mm -hmm. and ascribe that to it
1: yeah it's their uh their bird in the hand
0: yeah yeah yep um so you go there you know to this 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 festival essentially this like it's like uh this section only a couple of people are able to get set up and actually get an audience with the crones Mm
1: -hmm. and it's presented as being like only the most worthy youth you know you have to be beautiful you have to have a future ahead of you and like they come down with different names and different identities and they almost always go off into the wider world which seems Mm -hmm. super sinister
0: yeah um So, Ciri is let in immediately for this, but Geralt has to go to a chore. You dry it, you know, go find this necklace that was dropped in a cavern. Pretty trivial. Mm -hmm. Um, You start climbing up this mountain. As you do, you get separated. Right.
1: Um, And Ciri falls kind of into the heart of this mountain um, where this gigantic tree has taken root and made this chamber where, guess what? The crones are down there and their form as the ladies of the wood. Uh, they're naked covered in blood and also cooking bodies in a cauldron
0: yeah and and they've got christmas lights up on the wall that spell out welcome to the crone zone <laughs> um it's very weird yeah it's a, it's a weird choice um yep uh striking
1: imagery though mhm yeah <laughs> so they say oh we're sorry we're not presentable for you and they turn into their regular you know hunched over covered in strange clothing forms and mm-hmm. you have a fight with these, you know, fighting these ultra-powered witches as the ultra-powered Siri.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, which is very fun. Yeah. Um, they, they have different kinds of, uh, you know, fighting uh, styles. You can do that thing where um, Ciri during the uh, the battle at Kiramoran got a couple of extra abilities mm-hmm. uh, there. They're only useful for that. We didn't really talk about it. But you can still here, you can still use your teleporter on Nightcrawler. Uh, thing to damage them multiple times uh, and start taking them out and killing them. Like it takes a being of this kind of great magic to kill these other beings of great magic. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um. And only one of them gets away. I think it's the Weavis is who. Yeah. I, uh, who, who ends? Up, who ends up transforming into a crow? Um. And actually taking Vesemir's medallion from her in the process. Mm-hmm. And that, crow.
0: Crone. Crow. Get it?
1: Oh, it all. Oh. <laughs> it all adds up. I had, a, mm-hmm. uh, I had a
0: Kaiser Soze moment there. Um, yeah, Charlie Day, you know, corkboard.jpg.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that sucks because that is her, uh,
0: that, that is her, her memento her of, her, yeah. of her uncle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah.
1: And also um, if that factors into the worst ending of the game as well.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah in a cool way. Yes. Um, so we cut to Geralt. Uh, Geralt heads up to the, the crest of this mountain uh, to find Imleroth. Yeah. Um, and you fight him, uh, yeah. in this, this kind of duel.
1: Yeah. He's up there and like, you know, comely lasses are feeding him grapes by hand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's, it's very Conan the, the destroyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this duel is tough as shit. It, yeah. It's real tough. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the kind of trick is just not to get greedy
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with it. You can't get a bunch of, uh, hits in a row. No. Um, yeah the without sidetracking us too much because i've got stuff i gotta do after we record uh and this is already going to be a long episode um but it, it's interesting uh here when you get to these parts because i've been online a lot uh the the popular wisdom um not popular wisdom but i read a lot that like this game just has terrible 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 combat I, like i know I a lot of people who are just like this is the you know this game has some of the worst combat I've ever played like it's very good but i couldn't get over the combat oh, man, i don't get that at all i don't get it either um, and I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I've been trying to find why uh, people yeah. think that because people don't articulate it. They just kind of say it as truth.
3: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and it, it's mentioned in reviews a couple of times, like where people will talk about it not being amazing, you know. But it's
2: not a platinum game.
0: No, it's not a platform platform game. It's a platinum game. And it's not uh, Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. You know, it it is not that. I think that um, one of this is just the the internet exaggeration machine. Okay. right like so like everything in the internet has to be the best or worst of, of anything mm-hmm. um you know it's not enough for someone just to kind of find that like the combat like not as good as they want they have mm-hmm. to say it's awful and then then be off of it um part of like trying to find the solution is very frustrating because defenders of the game um are just like oh you're just a baby who wants your skyrim <laughs> which, uh, is, which not... is also like a shitty thing yeah to do. like and, and I mean, really it, beside
1: it, the point like you just wish this was a different game like no i mean like
0: the, the, the smooth-brained person who prefers the combat of Skyrim or thinks that it's better right. than this, that is, you know, but this, it's just, you're just straw manning there. No one's comparing it directly to Skyrim. Mm-hmm. But I think that what happens a little bit is like uh, two things. Like one, um, I think that uh, really it is much better at a like the slightly higher than normal difficulty mm-hmm. um, thing. So like the, the third difficulty level, I think the combat is much better. Um, two, I think a lot of people, because of how it's, the, the camera and stuff, they are wanting, like, a Dark Souls kind of thing. Yeah. um And then when they don't get that, they want it to be, like, an Elder Scrolls thing where it's just, it's weightless and may as well not even exist. Yeah. You know? I mean, and it's somewhere between those two it's things. Some, it's somewhere in between
1: and it's something more akin, we said it in the Basics episode, but it's something more akin to an Arkham. You know, yeah. it's not it's nowhere near as, like, I think, seamless as that is, but, like, that that is pretty much what I settled on very early on as as kind of the analog for it. And I think that it succeeds on those terms.
0: Yeah, I, I do, too. Like, I think it is it is like a solid like B, mm-hmm. you know, combat like it is not, you yeah. know, it's not a, it's not a platinum game. It's not a Souls game.
1: Yeah. The, the, um, and this isn't a situation where we're saying, oh, my God, this game is so good. The combat sucks, but the writing's good. Like, that's not what we're doing. Yeah. No.
0: Like, and and a <laughs> lot of people are saying say that as well. And I, uh-huh. I don't I don't think that's the case. I think the combat's actually like pretty good. Yeah, I, um, I generally it, had yeah. a lot of fun with it. And and this is, you know, not to be, you know, a, a real DLC Derek, but, like, there are a couple of things in the the DLCs where you wade into large groups of human enemies that are actually tough mm-hmm. that are unique. It's, like, where the combat finds its identity. Yeah. You know, so something like this, like, this duel, I could see people coming away from it being, like, I wanted this to control more like a Dark Souls duel because it looks like one, right, uh-huh. from, like, just kind of a glance.
1: Yeah, or even just, um, like, the the appearance of of Men- Emmerleeth. Emer- 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 arbit- it looks like, yeah, you know. Or like, like a Lords of the
0: Fallen. Yeah, or. yeah. Um, the, uh, but he, he kind of looks like that kind of thing. So you're like, oh, that's what I'm expecting. It's not that like the special thing that combat does in this is when you are diving into a bunch of dudes, you are mixing up like signs, bombs, you know, sword strikes and, and, and the like, uh, really, really fluidly. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is unique and awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and it just like, it is this weird thing where like, if you, it like auto completes, like you put in like Witcher combat, like sucks auto completes because, Mm -hmm. It wasn't a review thing, but a lot of people on message boards are just like, "Oh, Witcher Three combat's the worst." Yeah, I don't understand
1: that. Yeah,
0: I don't see it, and I and I haven't read a good articulation of why.
1: Yeah, and Um, I mean, I just gave my I just gave my defense of it, and you just you just gave yours as well. It just it's one of those things where like, you know, sometimes there's a game where the broader conversation about it contains a lot of people who it's like, "Oh, I don't I don't think you played the same game that I did." I mean, obviously obviously they, they they did because they can read. They can read what they opened up in Steam, but like, it's just like, wow, I can't, I can't get
0: there. I just don't relate to that.
1: Tank. Yeah. I, I can't get to it. It's not like I'm diminishing yeah. it because your experience is your experience, but like, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm, I, I don't ha- see like, it. Hands up. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. have fun with it. Sorry, man.
0: <laughs> it's, it's one of those things too, I think where this is a game and the only reason I'm bringing it up now, as opposed to harpy on generalities, cause this is like one of the first like big duels yeah. you get in the game. The game is going to do more of these. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also a thing where like bright lights cast dark shadows, you yeah. know, like universally people talk about the writing in this game as being very good. Yeah. And I think the fact that the combat is not at that same level also makes people yeah. is, feel like it's worse than it is. Is I mean,
1: is that so bright lights cast dark shadows? Do you think that's a form of just uh like like weird? This has to be a compliment sandwich, even if it doesn't really need to be. Like okay, a reverse
0: compliment sandwich, but I said something very nice and I have to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like if something is going to be really good, like my concept of the way creative works are, and this isn't like a conscious thing. I'm not saying people are like dense about it, but it's like my concept is if something is really good, they had to have slacked off on something else. So like if I have to find a weak link, it's that, oh, you do a bunch of combat and it is nowhere near as special as other games that do that, that that do combat really, really well.
0: I think I think that happens sometimes, even though I know like people and people have like come to me on Twitter because I've been talking sugar about this game for about a month mm-hmm. um, will just be like I couldn't play it because of the combat. Yeah. You know, so like they're not they're not doing the reverse compliment sandwich to themselves. They're just, mm-hmm. like put off by it so hard. Those are the people where it's like a totally alien experience. I bet you yeah. a lot of people did have just kind of a mediocre experience with it mm-hmm. and are following an internet hyperbole trap. And then a bunch of people who are quiet, like probably did have a lot of fun with it. Like, mm-hmm it's one of the most award-winning games of all time. So like, yeah, yeah. you know, and when I looked at reviews, no one is saying like, well, there's one elephant in the room.
3: Yeah.
0: Remember torment, you know, this is that essentially like it's yeah, garbage, yeah. you know, and it, I don't see that a whole lot, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of crazy to me that that's so common that it just, it's, yeah. oh, it's bad.
3: Yeah.
2: And
0: um, Like, like look, on, on this scale, like on, a, on this, in this scale, in this genre, in this part of the country, localized <laughs> entirely to the kitchen. Like, I, don't, I just don't think it's that big of a, you know, yeah. A deal. Yeah. Like I, Comparing this to a Dragon Age Inquisition or a Skyrim or something like that, I think mm. this is much better.
1: Yeah. And like, whatever, if somebody argues with me, it only inconveniences me as far as, uh, you know, as long as I choose to engage with it. Um, yeah. But it's like it, it, it. There, there is a little seed of frustration in that because like, oh, my gosh, I want you to enjoy this as much as I do. Yeah. Like this is really something special and like that didn't get in the way for me. So like part of me thinks, well, I shouldn't get in the way for you. Like you should see the, you should see the amazing things that are off the back of this. And there are people who disagree. They say the things that we think are amazing are not amazing. Again, fine, whatever. But like yeah. in, in, in my heart, I just want people to have as good of a time with this as I did, you know?
0: Well, it, and whenever I'm in that kind of situation, it's uh, not just wanting them to have as good a time, but it's me wanting them to see the important part of something. Yeah. You know, like, even though I like the combat in this game a lot, uh, I don't think it's the important part. Right. You know, so it's when people, you know, complain about, uh, uh you know, uh, Capra Demon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, that, like, that's arguably bullshit. I like that thing, but that's arguably bullshit. But it's mm-hmm. not the interesting thing of this. Yeah. You know, I want you to get to the interesting part of it and just the the focus on just, you know, either reluctant apologism, you know, for it, like, oh, this is a great game, but man, that combat fucking blows. Mm-hmm. Or... I couldn't get past the combat. Like, it just seems like you're not seeing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. It always feels to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's interesting. Have my same
1: values and priorities, damn it.
0: (laughs) It it is. It's, you know, there's something to, like, it's not like I want them to change, but there is something to our position where we're doing this and I'm not going to people and being like, hey, what do you think of this? Hey, you're wrong. I'm saying like, hey, I think about this because we have this platform and then people are saying, hey, you're wrong
2: Yeah.
0: to me. Like people people are hunting me down with this, this <laughs> stuff to like give their take, which is it's fine. Like I'm interested in their opinion, but I'm not like just looking to shit in their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. not that's not what's at work.
1: That's unfortunate because so. it sets up a weird dynamic. Yeah, Yeah.
0: It it is, it is a weird. Di- we have weird lives, but it is just something here where I, I notice it because I think this is like a perfectly serviceable. Dual fight, like, it's tough. Yeah, like, there's nothing to um, wrinkle
1: to it. It's got two phases. Like, first he's shielded, then he's shieldless. Like, he, like when he teleports, he comes back covered in frost because of the way their teleportation magic works. You have to use Igni uh, to melt yeah. that off of them so you can do damage. Like, there's there's texture to this, right?
0: Yeah, and I think it's cool. Like, I liked fighting it a lot. I liked figuring it out. I thought it was a fun challenge. Like, it was it Artorious fun? No. You know, but... It is it was a, it is a good fight like I'm, it is a, I think that actually worked for a while. Well. I'm
1: going to starve to death because nothing will ever be as good as the best steak I've ever had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Um yeah, it is just it is just a frustrating thing with online games discourse.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know. Um well now that Twitter has expanded to 280 characters, people are going to have the, the the elbow room that they need to make can, cogent and nuanced
0: arguments. Can I tell you a secret call? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I love that it's 280 characters. I, yeah. I I've been taking advantage of it. I think it's really good. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's I fine. think it's actually better. It
1: makes it it makes it really easy for me to promote stuff. Um, you know, as I write things in Hootsuite to auto schedule and things, because like, like I would often run into the character limit there. Yeah,
0: it's so dumb. Like to try to do like a link or something like that, and it just you know it if I it if, all up, yeah. if I want to say something more than 240 characters, like. The limit didn't stop me. It just meant I did more tweets. Now mm-hmm. it's like well, I can just get the idea and organize it a little yeah, bit better. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I said that as a joke mostly no, because, like, it, that is an improvement, but that is not going to solve the actual problem with people talking online. Like, as long as we are talking in text, there's always going to be those misunderstandings and hostilities and truncations, etc., etc. I, I um, just,
0: I know so many people who like seriously hate. He's that limit thing. I'm like, no, are, whatever. Are like, I, I, I also,
1: yeah. I also didn't but, pitch a fit when they changed the 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 favorite icon from a star to a heart. Like, yeah, oh, I think that's better.
0: Too. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, like there there are things that I, I find very like the you know we're going to show you the important tweets. Like that's fairly fucking annoying. Yeah. But the the, the character limit thing does not bother me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's still like well, me
1: what I choose to read. Yeah. So well, whatever. I still try and keep my jokes tight, but
0: um. The uh, so the, the, you, know, you get this fight you get through it you have these, those different kinds of phases uh you get through you puzzle it out um, you eventually kill him uh, which is great like this is a great moment of catharsis too like killing the crones and Imlarith right after Vesemir died is yeah. a really good choice because you've been good carrying a hate on for the the crones mm-hmm. for the whole game pretty much yes you know and uh, you you take this part you know and you end up burning his face out <laughs> I love it you
1: bake uh, his head because yeah. <laughs> like he's holding you up and you he does an ignis sign. Um, to his helmeted, you know, to, to his helmeted head. Um, and he, you know, yanks, yanks his mask off and, you know, like he has been established to be a real kind of, uh, hedonistic vain kind of guy. Um, and his face is destroyed now. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, and then his face is literally destroyed because Geralt decides to pick up his, to pick up Imlerus' <laughs> mace and, uh, cave his head in with it <laughs> yep. to avenge Vesemir. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, after you kill him, you can find on his corpse, uh, one of those acorns. Yeah. Uh, that they gave out and uh, you can head back down the mountain. The villagers are very upset. You can give them the acorn if you want, yeah. um, but you can say like, Hey, these people were frauds. Keep the acorn. And if you eat it, it gives you two level ups. Yeah.
1: And I gruffled that thing to get myself those level ups.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I'm going to eat that acorn. Yeah. Um, but I would have told the villagers like, Hey, you've been worshiping monsters this whole time anyway. And yeah. monsters associated with the wild hunt, like get mm-hmm. over your fucking selves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I told them like, yeah, eh, just, you're going to get your, you'll be, you'll be fine.
0: You'll figure it out. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. So like you've gone behind everybody's back in order to take out these huge threats or at least Mm -hmm. uh, one and two thirds of these huge threats. Um, And so this uh, gets us to everybody's back at Novigrad for this. I love that there's final preparations and then battle preparations.
0: Yeah. The, that what, is the two genders that, 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 the, um, that is very
1: fun to me yeah. um when you're back there people think you're crazy for doing it but hey fuck it we did it so yeah yeah, yeah.
0: um and it just you know siri wanted to do it was i supposed to make her go alone uh-huh. you know um yeah and also she's her own woman again <laughs> uh underlining that uh that thing um so tristan others say like hey uh, if we're gonna do this lasting damage we need magic that means we need the lodge of sorceresses mm-hmm. um avalak has a plan uh as well And this sets up one of those little nonlinear little bits where you just choose what order you want to help people out in. Yes.
1: Um, You can do these in any any order. Uh, We're going to start with blindingly obvious. This involves Philippa Mm -hmm. Eilhart. Uh, There's some quests you can do earlier on trying to find her. Uh, She's an Mm -hmm. important character from, if not the previous games, the books again, hands up. Sorry. Um, I think, I think
0: the previous game, I think she's in the second one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's a very powerful mage. who was kind of captured in the process of this overthrowing of the, of uh, Temeria. And, uh, Radovid had her eyes removed. Like, they, you know, poked her eyes out. So she has this blind sorceress who, um, you know, you have kind of been following the trail of. Uh, and we find out that, oh, she ended up as an owl, trapped in an owl form, and, uh, she landed with Zoltan. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Remember <laughs> Zoltan, our dwarf buddy from before? Yeah, our little, little, little drunken, yeah. drunken goblin. I feel like my. Um, I don't remember because it's been a while since I played this quest. I feel like the side stuff I did resulting in her made the beginning of this different. Oh, weird. Uh to me. I don't think that uh Zoltan lost her in a game of cards for me. Like like I could be totally wrong about that. Yeah. Um, I could be misremembering, but I, I this doesn't sound familiar yeah. uh, to me. And the stuff you do with her before is like important. Like I I think that you can actually straight up turn her over uh at this point.
2: Oh huh. Um,
0: with some of that side stuff. I again could be wrong, yeah. but um, I this doesn't seem familiar to me. Yeah, I don't know, but it makes sense. Like it follows. Did, like, um, did
1: you end up going to Deekstra and the in the bathhouse?
0: I did end up going into Dijkstra and in the bathhouse, but I don't remember the cards part. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think I, I lied to Radovid about uh, where she would end up mm-hmm. earlier. When I did that mission, um, and gave him something that I ended up using to find her.
3: Mm.
0: Like I got like I had like a crystal or something like that or a part of a, a megascope. Something like that. I, I don't recall exactly. And again, yeah. I could be mixing up Quest because I played like 120 hours of this this game, uh, and it's all I played <laughs> yeah. uh, for for a couple months.
1: Yeah, you've been so a, it, you've been a fugue stay for the better part of a year.
0: Yes, I've <laughs> been uh, yeah coming up for air after this. But regardless of which, uh, you head over to where Dijkstra was at, at his bathhouse. Um, Dijkstra says like, "Hey, I know who this owl is. Uh, I want revenge on her. They used to have a like a, a relationship."
1: Yeah, like they had a relationship, um, you know. Remember, Dijkstra was um, an intelligence um, kind of chief for the mm-hmm. Kingdom of Rudania, which again yes. is very much against against the mages. So not only um, is he does he have a vendetta against the lodge, but also Philippa herself kind of uh, uh, spurned him.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, <laughs> you take when, off when you got here. Was she? So yeah, the, we definitely had this different because I didn't take off the collar when I got here. She was already blowing people up.
1: That might be the right. case. Yeah, that 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 was definitely the case. I don't remember her being an owl when I got here. They they, they had taken off the dimeridium collar, or it or it okay. had fallen off, or something like that. That was okay. that was kind of keeping her pinned to her uh, to her owl form uh, as yes. an animorph, uh for yeah, more she, than twenty four hours.
0: She, yeah, she turns into a keg of propane. Right. The um, <laughs> a um, Hey, yeah. Harry, do you want to take that again? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Hey, anyway, I said I'm trying to summon Hank Hill into reality. <laughs> Um, <laughs> by getting propane facts wrong, it's like Beetlejuice. Um, so, so you see, um, propane, so propane, she, propane. So she's uh oh, oh. Um. So she she's there shooting fireballs and stuff. You fight past them, and she she runs away. You have to chase her down while she's shooting fireballs at you. And the trick is, she's blind. Like she has, she can't. You know, she's not Daredevil. She's not like I'm blind, but my superpower is to see. Mm-hmm. Um. She uh she does that by hearing. So you have yeah. to sneak up on her and subdue her.
1: Right. Right. So you explain the goal. You say, hey, Ciri's in danger. um, And, you know, she agrees to help as long as you mm-hmm. get her away from Dijkstra.
0: Yes. Uh, what you do. Yeah.
1: Um, the other quest here to get another one of the Lodge members. It's called mm-hmm. the Margarita. Great... Yes. Um, Margarita Loxantil. Um, uh, so this is called the Great Escape. Yennefer has a lead. You know, Margarita is another very powerful mage or sorceress, rather. Um and she is being held in a witch hunter prison in an oxenvert. and this is supposed to be you know the impregnable fortress nobody has ever escaped from
0: this place. Yes. Um, Zoltan, uh, so you can go to Zoltan. Zoltan can't actually help because he's being watched by the witch hunters. This right. is a consequence of whether you help the mages escape. Yes. From from uh, from Novigrad. Yeah. Um. So he can't help. You just kind of have to go on your own, um, right. sneaking through some <laughs> some ruins. Uh, into a cistern and find your way into the prison yeah um and i think that if you weren't convinced that the the witch hunters and uh redania were bad news
2: then you're gonna see uh, this here. yeah this is
0: gonna convince you because yes. the uh you know they've been torturing these people and stuff and any any excuse to kill witch hunters i take yep uh so this was great i wrecked shop uh, everybody <laughs> <died>. <laughs> yeah it
1: yeah. was uh this is a tough fight like some of those uh lieutenants are uh no joke mm-hmm. yeah um zoltan the way he would have helped you is you go to him um and say like hey can you like roll up to this prison with just a shitload of like booze so all the guards get drunk and fall asleep mm-hmm. so you that's can that's skip that's a it. lot of that combat and just Ooh, do to do to do, do um yeah, yeah. uh yeah. series quest as part of this is called payback uh she wants to uh go and settle some accounts before this uh before everything comes to its climax uh the first of those is to go uh <laughs> Take out Horson Jr. What's that
0: you say? You killed Horson Jr.? Yeah. Well he's alive again. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> he's been taken over by Doo Uh huh. Our our unfortunately named uh, <laughs> uh a Doppler
1: friend. Yeah, change the yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you go up and you're like, oh, like you're you lost one eye or whatever. It's like, hey, don't you recognize me? I'm yeah, me. Mm-hmm. Um and it's great. Because he's turned um, uh, Junior's entire operation into like a legitimate business, like he's doing something with laundry.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty pretty good ending.
1: Yeah, uh, um, for
0: for him. If you if you um, if
1: you spare Junior, I think you find him like wallowing in a gutter.
0: He's he's in a gutter where bigger children are throwing rocks at him. That uh, that so almost long. would have been better.
1: Like, like yeah, it, it also good. Yeah, like who knows how many other women he, he hurt on the way to get there? But yeah, that would have also been pretty good.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't suffer, suffer yeah. people, you know, monsters to live as a witcher. You know, yeah. you kill monsters of all stripes. Uh-huh. So, uh, he definitely had to go, but, um, I like that ending as well. Um, you do some other kind of more mundane tasks. Um, the kind of major one is you find this, uh, the circus camp. <laughs> um, and this is another little humanizing Siri and Geralt moment. You know, you kind of like have some fun, talk to these people, but essentially they want, uh, horses <laughs> and won't, uh, won't sell them to you. And you like offer to pay it off and they won't take the money cuz they just refuse to sell to them. So you uh you have to sneak in and steal some horses.
1: Yeah. Like you can just you can say to Siri, "Now nah, you shouldn't be mixed up with this." Or you can go along like if this is what you want to do, you know, mm-hmm. I'll make sure you don't get hurt. Then let's go. That's yeah. fun, you know.
0: I, I don't know if you can actually get out of it. I think that you have to help. Okay. Um yeah, it, it, I think you can say like stealing is wrong and stuff, but Siri will tease you into <laughs> doing it.
1: Yeah. Um, and there's like this nice wistful moment here. Like she really envies the lives of these performers again, you know, going around doing what they want. That's one part of it, but also kind of not being hounded by extra dimensional forces
0: that want your blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, so pretty cute little, little quest. Um, the kind of the, the weirdest, you know, one here is what Avalok wants you to do. I love this. Yeah. So he, (laughs) he says that one of the members of, uh, the NL, a uh, member of the Hunt that's on an is, you know, possibly corruptible. Like he, uh, he does not know that the current leader of the, of the Wild Hunt assassinated his old, their old leader.
1: Yeah, he was. You, um, you, you know, G- Gales is his name. He was really loyal mm-hmm. to the king, and if he knew that Arid the current leader of the Hunt, you know, kind of staged this coup, you know, performed this assassination, he would not, you know, be a a, a ready cooperator with that operation mm-hmm. anymore. So yeah. you have to follow Avalok through these different jumps, through these different worlds, to get where you need to go, to get to yes. the world of the NL.
0: Yeah, which is super cool. Yeah. Like, um, you're fighting brand new, like, this, the base game has a, kind of a problem with, like, a lack of enemy variety.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they have that kind of uh, confidence to where, like, you, you know those, there's those, like, sand crab things that you fight in this, and you only fight them here. Mm-hmm. You know, the only exists in the world. It does make it feel very alien. Yeah. Um, I love the world that has been uh taken over by snow. Yeah. Um yeah. where you have to like dash from place to place to find like little fires to huddle around.
1: Right, because uh you're being like whipped by the wind and it's taking away yeah. your vitality. Um uh-huh. I love the uh the one that's like the gigantic alien landscape. It looks like a Beksinski painting. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, like these huge plateaus or spires like reaching up from the ruined earth and the swamp and stuff.
0: Yeah. It is so cool just to put this at the end of the game. Yep, <laughs> you know, like we're almost at the end, and like here's like a bunch of cool dimension shit. <laughs> yep. It's
1: um, like, yeah. Well, you know, it's not a direct line. We have a couple of layovers. Uh, we're gonna have to find each other when you get here. So just you know, make a dash. The um, snow world is important because Avalok says, like, yes this this particular this particular realm here has been taken over by the White Frost. You know the Ted mm. Deirda, is, is is what he calls it, um, and that is kind of the faith that waits at the end of most of these lines. You know, yeah. this this kind of entropic force that also has a little bit of an agency to it. You know, it's it will, it will and descend and take over. Yeah, yeah. Um, um you yeah.
0: eventually get to NL.
1: Yes, you get to their city, and they've got a whole lot of. Uh, they're really arrogant about it. Like, yes, our architecture is much more refined than yours. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you go up on Gale and you like say like, "Hey, give us a chance. Come with us. We know an an, an- who will show you, you know, a dream. Like we can take you back to the moment where your king died. And you know he leaves. He's mm-hmm. been painting this nude woman. I love the fact that he is painting in a cubist style.
0: Yeah, when you you think it's gonna be a reveal and it's just gonna be a set of titties, you know, <laughs> for for uh, you know, for for Oglen.
1: Yeah, but uh, no, yeah. like it's a it's it's a cubist painting with crazy
0: boobs. Yeah, yeah, yep." yep. Pretty good. Um, super cool, but uh, you know, you find uh, after you you convince him here, um, then he uh, he says, okay, you know, when when uh, he calls for my troops, I will not send them.
1: Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It, it, it is good and important, and you get to see some of the broader cosmology. Mm-hmm. So that's the last of these. Now we leave the final preparations and go to the battle preparations. Um, we move from Novigrad to Skellige, you know, we, uh, kind of are picking the best place. There's a particular cove in, in an, island on Skellige where we're eventually going to be able to trap whoever is here. Um, and yes. so we, we head that way. Um, when you arrive, like a crow appears from Yen's hand, like, you know, the emperor is here, sent a message. Uh, we have a handful of things that we need to do to kind of like get every piece in place to, um, kind of lure them again into our trap. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, which brings up the second kind of preparation we do—the yeah. battle preparations. <laughs> um, you know, which we're doing. So the first part, um, we have to rescue Ermian uh, from Madman Lugos.
1: Yeah, uh, and this is the place yeah. where you can, if you didn't do those secondary quests, like lock yourself out of a couple of lines of uh, of good stuff. So yeah, oops, you go and Lugos is not taking kindly to the fact that Clan On Crate is continuing its reign here. Um and you mm-hmm. end up, you know, he's trying to stage a coup and you end up killing a bunch of his dudes. Maybe Lugos himself, I forget. But uh I was persona non grata around there for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He uh if you if you did all those things um at this point uh being here, I can't remember exactly who it starts. I think he just does not like that you were there at all. But he started a fight with me, which ended up at, he had to die. Yeah. Um I don't I don't think that is the way it always has to happen. Yeah. But I think it's because of our bad relationship. From before. Yeah. Um, um, Philippa uh, has noted, found the location of the sun, Sunstone,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, which you have to to head there with her to get. Uh, and seeing uh, Geralt walk around with Philippa is really interesting. Yes. Um, because she is not good, and she is definitely hiding things from you. Uh-huh. And but yeah, she, she's she, the worst.
1: She, she definitely has um, ambitions that are going to come at the cost of some of the stuff you are either trying to build or save. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you know, like the the lodge, you know, there, there there are suspicions against the lodge for a reason. You know, like even even Yen and Triss to a certain extent are kind of happy that that's not around. Bringing it back together, getting the band back together, is almost seen as a uh, you know an act of uh, desperation, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Yeah.
1: So these caverns are um, guarded by golems and elementals, uh, and there's a pretty annoying like. I like it, like a zelda puzzle like i expect i didn't expect this to be here just because it is such a cliche like they might as well have had me play towers of hanoi to get it but it's like oh yeah, you've it's... got some mirrors and there's a beam of light and you have to use that to unlock the sunstone itself
0: light all the torches yeah, yeah. it it is zelda caliber garbage yeah um in terms of puzzles yeah. like it's very bad but um you get through it uh <clears throat> and you get the uh that unlocks the sunstone so you can get it yes
1: yeah. Uh, the Sunstone, it was, I mean, there's a backstory to it. It was originally a romantic enchantment um, to summon somebody there. Uh, basically, what it'll do is it'll light up a beacon, and then the power that it provides will basically stop all interdimensional travel um, from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other quest here is Veni Vidi Vigo. There's another powerful sorceress who is being held captive on one of Emperor Amir's ships. Her name is uh, Frangilia Vigo. Um, yes, you know, and so you have to go and kind of rescue her. This is, this is kind of neat. Like you have to ride your boat up while you're under fire because they don't understand that
0: you're Geralt. You can also avoid them. You can, you can stealth it, uh, by swimming and they will, they'll have searchlights and you can dive underwater to like when the searchlights are going to pass. Oh, badass. And get right to the ship. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's, it's very, uh, pretty solid snake insertion uh, kind of thing. And you get there, you talk to Emir, uh, Emir, uh, says, or at least for me, I don't know if it it worked out the same way for you that. you know, you get know, give this letter, Yennefer promised that uh, uh, Vigo would help against the Wild Hunt. Yeah. So you can have her, she can have a pardon, but she has to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, this is probably like the one, this next quest, The Child of Elder Blood, this is probably the one weird misstep to me in this section that I really like. Because I don't care about like Abelak and his assistant. No. And this weird jealousy thing that is kind of hinted at here doesn't make sense to me. Like this felt out of nowhere to me quite a bit. Um, they need to set up. So Siri uh, tells you like, "Hey, I'm a little bit suspicious of Avalok's motives." Great, me too. You know, um, he has a secret layer. Let's go check it out. Let's do it. Um, when you get there, though, um, we see all this like obsession stuff, where like Siri or Avalok is obsessed with Siri. Um, like this, including this really cool thing where you see this family tree.
1: Yeah, it's like a gigantic, um, like multi-story height tapestry. That yes. traces the entire line from the original carrier of the Elder Blood down to Siri herself.
0: Which I think is cool. Um, what I don't like is that, like, Avlak has his girlfriend here who is, like, super catty. Yeah. Uh, and this whole, like, it's I think some of the characterization is off a little bit here. Mm-hmm. With Siri and, like, her being mad, like, I wanted her to be creeped out by this. Yeah. And she never seems – she seems frustrated by it and frustrated by this woman being there, but not, like – you know, nothing ever really comes of this. Like she ends mm-hmm. up, you know, spoiler, she ends up actually being okay with Avalac and, and doing what he decides is right. Right. Uh, in here. So like, it just doesn't add up to very much. Yeah. I wish this lover wasn't here.
1: Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's real chaffy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what it feels like to me.
1: Yeah. And, and it's like, it's like a blip. It doesn't really go anywhere. Like we already, I mean, like <laughs> Avalac has spent a lot of time, like, uh, taking Siri under his wing and protecting her. Like, I just, I don't know how the, how, how the, uh, assistant fits into it. I did, like, I, I looked to see if there was any detail and there really isn't. Um, I, I, I like how this pans out. Like, I, I like what ultimately happens here if you decide to let Siri do Siri, but, mm. um, the actual setup itself is, eh, yeah. 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 Um, so what I mean by letting Siri do Siri, like, she's really frustrated. Like, what, you know, how could he hide this from me? Like, how could he, you know, um, be this just kind of creepy and secretive and stuff um and you have the option to say like "Ah, let's get out of here um or you can say well um why don't you kind of give into that you she's like, i could just tear this place apart and you say well let's do it and gerald this is great because it's not like immediate he just he's he's silent and he reaches over there's like a like a lantern or a glass or a beaker or something and he just slowly starts just like a cat yeah like edging it off (laughs) like testing the boundary and then down it goes and then Mm -hmm. it's like a straight up like eric andre let's destroy the set kind
0: of moment i I, I, like yep, uh pretty pretty rad i mean i like that part of it i just don't like their girlfriend right right um you know and and the you know the correct answer letting her letting her wreck shop is is what you want to do right um she also wants to visit uh skull's grave yes um like i you know obviously the good thing here is to say yes Mm -hmm. um you you have to admit that he's dead uh you go see the the grave though and the villagers come up um you know and people are like spitting on it you know taking shits on it drawing unflattering pictures Mm -hmm. um you know tying uh badly colored balloons to it (laughs) things like that
1: yeah they Um, they plant a sign saying a dog is buried here yeah
0: yeah yeah, exactly a bad dog Yep. (laughs) um and she she schools him and says like hey this guy you call craven here's why he fled um, like okay, we'll leave his grave alone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, she also no, like is. kicks the shit out of one of them. Like. Yeah, she does beat him up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Which which makes sense, even if he didn't decide like, yeah, no, I'm I'm into him too. Like it doesn't have to be like returning his required love. Like they're you know he's a hero and he should not be disrespected like this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's everything. Siri has her confidence now. She is you know checked out Avalok's background. We have uh Vigo as part of the final uh you know, circle of sorcerers that, that we need to assemble. And also we have the sunstone. So yes. you can decide, let's pull the trigger, talk to Avalok and begin uh, the summoning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which begins uh, on the nice here. Yeah. Which we're doing. Um, the uh, So this is, this is the end of the game mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, I didn't expect that to happen uh, exactly quite this quickly. <laughs> I didn't expect them to like show up here. I know that they said that and everything but this ended up actually kind of taking me a little bit by surprise. Oh yeah. How quickly this ends and leads into the actual finale for me.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm. Um yeah. So I mean right wrong whatever. Um so the uh they use the sunstone, the ships appear and freeze over this harbor completely. Yeah. So it turns into this like awesome, you know, different landscape. This like icy, you know, huge, huge uh, sheets of ice.
1: Yes. Again, visually striking imagery. Evocative yes. one would say.
0: Yeah, very evocative. Very evocative. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so so we end up with this um, very long uh, action battle sequence. Yeah. Um, where you are going from these frozen shores to these like ice chiefs fighting these dogs of the hunt, um, fighting different members of the hunt, essentially just trying to get to where you need to to get. Yeah. Um, and if you read the journal for this, like I didn't, this didn't really read for me, but like a bunch of the things that are part of the plan went wrong. Like I know they yeah. they froze the ice, so the emperor's ships couldn't make it but mm-hmm. the uh the members of uh, uh the skelliga coalition mm-hmm. uh dove in too quick yeah um, which it says in the journal but i don't you know uh, that got lost in the I, actual I mean, screen like, for me so
1: one of the things that's great about this is not like you have to um you know dynasty warriors fight your way through this crowd of battlefield like you know you you see the like the on crate people there um, you know, fighting alongside you. Like you are trying to get where you need to go, which sometimes involves killing people as you go by, but mostly it's like, hey, we need to get in position for this other thing. Let let these other warriors take care of this for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um it's it's ends up being like a, a good action sequence here, in spite of some of that confusion uh for me. Because you're you're switching back and forth between Geralt and Siri, which I really like. Yeah. Um attempting to try to get to this uh this this general.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, this ge- a <laughs> yes, this general Carinthir, yeah. uh whose magical staff, uh it's it's what he is using to kind of freeze the surroundings. Right. Yes. And so like Siri ends up fighting him, and what's great is both of you teleport. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. you know, it was all you know part of the plan here, versus staff. Um, teleport into the water below the ice. Uh, yeah. Geralt runs after where you think that she might be and ends up getting to uh Nagalfar. Uh, and Iridin himself.
1: Yes. Nagafar being the, like the long ship of lore for Ragnarug. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, And you fight Iridan. Uh, this is the final fight of the game. Yep. He is the king um, of the wild hunt. That's
1: um, yes. pretty tough. It's a little bit similar to uh, um, what's his name that we fought on Bald, Bald Mountain.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Imlareth. Yes. Imlareth.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, uh,
0: but he has more magic. Yes. Like he shoots, uh, like a, a, if I recall, like, I mean, because you fight the mage as well, but I think this guy can also do some kind of uh, a ice, uh, Thing.
1: Yeah, as like area I mean, denial. He also has like the uh, the ice armor too.
0: Yes, yeah, he does the ice armor thing as well. Yeah. Um, so like a tougher version of that fight. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. like he attempts to trap you in uh like in the previous like frozen realm that you saw, you know, Ted Riddick or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and um, that's where kind of the final leg of this fight takes place.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. and you end up you know fleeing back through. You finish him. You know, you down him on the far itself. Somewhere along here, croc um, Concrete dies. I forget exactly what he died for. So, it it was probably powerful in the moment, but I can't remember what it added up to.
0: It's um, it's like it's very it's very chaotic. Like I like this. Uh, it's hard to even say that there isn't enough space between this and the big fight at Karamoorin because there mm-hmm. probably is. Like we had a lot of it's like fifteen variety hours. down. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like variety and downtime to it, but. Yeah. In this kind of recap, it's pretty easy for those two big fights to kind of bleed together. Yeah. And the Karamoran one is stronger. Yeah. Um, what happens after this is very good. Mm-hmm. Like the ending of this is very good. And the actual endings you get, I love uh, yeah. the ways you get there. But this actual, for a big climactic battle, I think the Karamoran one is a little bit stronger. It's like a little easier to tell exactly where everything is. Yeah. Um, this is intentional chaos. Like it's not quite, it's not done quite as well.
1: Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? And Karamoran also has the asset of like, you have all of your friends, and, you know, this is this is this other secondary stuff that is feeding into the main line in a way that is really yeah. satisfying and uh, meaningful, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, you have Aridin on the ropes. He's down, and he says, ha-ha, you fool. Do you really trust Avalok? You know, do you think that um, he's—
0: <laughs> He's doing this out of the kindness of his heart. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, he doesn't have plans. Like, you just gave him the king's key, uh, keys to the kingdom, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: So you know, is is he going to be any better than me? It's like, well,
0: yeah. And then you kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, because he's got to go. Yeah, uh, don't fuck with my daughter. Yeah. Um, but this means, uh, you eventually you reunite with with Jennifer here, and it's like, hey, where's Siri? Oh, like Avalok probably has her. Oh, look at all that <laughs> ominous uh energy. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at that
1: tower with the huge shield around it. That's also blasting up a beam into the sky. Ha. Huh.
0: Probably, yeah. probably not the best. Let's go uh, check that out.
1: Yeah. So this is really cool. Like Geralt and Yennefer, are, like rushing along this, you know, this island up to the, up to the tower, um, either fighting or passing by like ice giants and fork tails, basically these other varsity level monsters that you faced in the hunt, um, in order to get to, you know, the shield wall. Yeah. Um,
0: because they, things are going crazy here. Yeah. Like these things are being summoned in. Yeah. You know, it's not just like they, they all came here. Like the, the the barriers between worlds are breaking down mm-hmm. and more monsters are coming in is how I read this. Yeah.
1: Um, if you were trying to figure out what this is like, um, it's a little bit like when worlds collide.
0: Yes, it is, it is exactly like what it's like when worlds collide. And luckily, um, you've achieved a level of Power uh, Man. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's pretty high yeah. at this point. The recommended Power Man level is 5,000 for this yeah, quest. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you and you're not fighting any of these monsters. You're just running past them. Already. Right, right. Um, it does a good job of keeping up that pacing here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a mad um, dash to get there.
0: Um, you get up to the top, and uh, it turns out you think that Siri's is going to be chained to a, a thing, you know, and and being energy is going to be drawn from her. But no, because again, this is Siri's story. Um, she was not brought here against her will. Avalok convinced her. Right. Same. You know, like, hey, you can stop the White Frost if you can stop Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, you you can stop the heat death of the universe, essentially. You know, like, the the Wild Hunt is a threat, but that's only a threat for you and only a threat for whatever world they turn their eye to. This is a threat for every world everywhere. And yeah. so, like, all this power is being extended to open up the door to where the, you know, the, to the very core of the White Frost is
0: held. Yes. Yep. Um, And this is kind of a passive ending yep. here. Like, because, it, again, it's not your story.
1: I mean um, and, and it says there like the like the the line is amazing like you know Geralt can be reluctant or he can say like go ahead and do this you know her entreaty you know to 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 say like hey don't stop me is this is my story not yours you must let me finish the telling which yeah. you know has always been the case throughout this entire game but like I don't know, I'm I'm kind I'm kind of getting goosebumps at that
0: <laughs> Yeah like right right before that the line right before that is what do you know about saving the world so like you're just a witcher
1: Yeah you know like
0: you you this is like <laughs> Uh, um it's, it's really, really good. Like yeah. it is a great line. And you respond to that. That's the final line she gives you. Um, and you have these choices. And it's one of my favorite things in the game because you can you can just be quiet, you know, stoic. You can say uh, I forbid it, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is the kind of the authoritarian. But again, from a place of love. Right. Uh, extension that you could have been this entire time. Um, You can say, good luck, which is, you know, kind of saying it. But you can also say, like, please don't do this to me, <laughs> Yeah. Um, which is like such a heartbreaking line uh, for everything we've seen with this relationship. Right. You know, because that doesn't that doesn't sound like our guy. No. And that that is the moment like I've been suspecting the entire time I've said it, like the Witcher's uh, mutations dending their emotion thing is a fiction. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is just a, a rumor they spread, Uh uh-huh. you know, because things get through to Geralt all the time. Yeah. You know, like I know people who pick this game up. They're like, why do I want to play as this gruff asshole? And it's like. He's, he's not like, you know, here, here, throw a, throw a bone to the anime contingent. He's Sundare. Like, like he's Sundare as fuck, man. Like, that's, yeah. like, how can you not like Geralt if you like anime? He's Sundare. Um, oh, the, so it, it is such like a heartbreaking line though. Like, don't do this to me. You yeah, know, like, this I is mean, about the fate of the universe, but like, it's going to hurt me real bad yeah, if you die.
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I don't know if I can handle this. You know, it is. It it is a real profound. Uh, no, I, I don't want to say profound because I don't want to be Steve Brule. Um, it has you know. been profound. It is <laughs> it it, it,
0: it's yeah. not a prof, it's not a fresh mile situation. <laughs> I'll tell you that. i, much. I like eat brighter Scotch.
1: Uh, no, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to retake that, but I'm not going to drop a marker because that was too funny. Yeah. Um, it is a very profound expression of humanity on Geralt's part. You yeah. know, there can be doubts. You know, people can joke about it. You know. Um, you can wonder what his motives are because he, you know, at times very consciously ends up being pretty opaque about this kind of stuff. Um, the um, this I, the, 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 this is important. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, well, and the, and the the um the the as much as I was kind of like a little bit confused with some of the blocking and stuff during this final battle. Like this is so well performed and presented too. Uh-huh. Like we, you know, we we talked about it a little bit initially, um, just as far as like the writing and everything, but the the voice acting in this section is literally top notch. Yeah. Like he sells that. It's not just that that line is very good. It's not just the words. It's like, everyone is selling this very, very well. Yeah. Um Well, I mean, especially
1: it. it's not like melodramatic because Siri, you know, she's not resigned, but she's resolved at this yeah. point. Like, you know, she, she, she has made her decision. She has figured out, you know, the what has been a curse for her entire life. This thing that has caused her to be, you know, to be pursued, not to the end of this world, but to the end of every world. Um, you know, it has a use. This is the way that she can use that to make things better for people. Like this is mm-hmm. the, you know, like the, the the this whole you know belongs to her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or this hole was made for me. That's what I mean.
0: Yeah. 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 Very, very good. Um, and we get these little, uh, this little flashback to these kind of decision points we've had that will influence this outcome. Yeah. You know, it kind of shows us the, the things, uh, this is like greatest hits of their relationship. Um, yeah. and then she passes through the gate and the, the game seemingly ends. Right. Um, we do have a, uh, you know, a, a postscript here, like a, the real ending, the epilogue. Here. Yes.
1: This can shake out multiple different ways. Like what I have in the notes is just kind of how it shook out for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so we can, yeah. we can compare notes and we can talk about, you know, as specifically the worst ending that you get, which yeah. is the biggest deviation. But like, you know, time has passed, you know, she's gone through the gate and, you know, you, you're, 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 in, you're in Vazima and you're talking yeah. to Amir saying like, yeah, Syria went through and she didn't come out.
0: Yeah. And he says, you know, again, cuz even though he's been kind of a dick this whole time, he's like, "Hey, did she talk about me?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can say, you know, you can twist the knife if you want. Like she's never been mean to him, but you can say like, <laughs> "Yeah, he hates your guts." You yeah. know, like that's such a cruel thing yeah. to do. <laughs> well, well
1: you, I mean, like so like well, what's crueler? You can say like, "Oh yeah, she said I missed you and all that." Um that's, you know, obviously what he wants to hear. Um but the two cruel options are like, "Yeah, she hates your fucking guts," or ah, "We never really talked about you." Yeah, I mean, which, is, what I said, which is the, truth. the
0: truth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I I love that uh, that thing, but like just being like, yeah, she just she just said a bunch of mean stuff to you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, very cruel. Um, but he says, you know, Witcher, I never want to see you again.
1: Yeah, you to t- take 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 your money. Um, not gonna, yeah. No, yeah. I don't want to see him. So okay, fine. You're not gonna be in power very long anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. And for and for me, you know, the 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 scene breaks and Geralt is in the White Orchard. Um, again, you know, things ending where they began. Um, Mm -hmm. and he is going to the Nilfgaardian outpost to meet up with a smith who has made the finest witcher sword that he's ever seen.
0: Yes. Um, and you think, oh boy, cool new toy. (laughs) Um, however, um, you go back to the inn, uh, here. This is, you know, this is the, 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 definitely the the ending I got. Yeah. And it turns out a series shows up.
1: Uh Um, Uh-huh. She's now gone through
0: the mutations.
1: She's a witcher. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, has she gone through the mutations? I, I, I paid attention to her eyes. I didn't see it.
0: Um, I don't. I don't remember yeah. uh, her eyes specifically, but the implication is she's going to be a witcher because that's what the sword.
1: Yeah, yeah, is. it's a witcher I, sword. I, I wasn't sure if she was just like functioning as a witcher without the mutations or not.
0: Uh, Before this, you get to name the sword as well, and um, you also all the. It's a clever little misdirect because all the names sound like it's going to be a tribute, like it's yes. going to be a sword for you, and you are you're dedicating it to her. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you can name it like Oh Zirael, which is you know her name in Elvish. Um, I I ended up calling it like the flash that, you the, the, that banishes darkness from the world or something like that, Mm. because like, that seems like more of a description of, of, of her, you know, she darts around and has this teleportation and she, you know, is the key to, you know, solving a lot of problems for a lot of people. Um, you know, and you're here at the end, you know, this, this hooded figure turns around and no, it's her. It was a Mm -hmm. lie. Like you basically said, you, you, you freed her up to live her own life without being pursued by Nilfgaard.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When you when you were talking to Amir specifically, yeah. Yeah. like the, her not dying in the portal is not that I don't think they explicitly say. Right. You know how she survived that. But it was never like saying like, hey, she was definitely going to die mm-hmm. to do this anyway. Like it's all, you know, it's, it's very dangerous. Yeah it's,
1: yeah. it's all like ambiguous still. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah. in, you know, in, in that ending, um, you know, you yeah. guys are now working together. Yeah. Um, Another way this can shake out is she can become the Empress. Um, you know, depending on a, a couple of different things. It's
1: like if you if you took her back to Amir, like there, like they're like there yeah. specifically is a point where you can, you know, once you have her in your custody, take her back and you know present her for the, you know, for for for, for the money, um, yeah. and that 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 kind of locks her into this very unhappy life of succeeding her father.
0: Yes, yeah, which is like the, the kind of the bittersweet ending. Yeah. Like she might be a good ruler, but she's not. Not going to be happy. No, doing that.
1: Yeah. Um. And the absolute worst ending is she never comes back. You don't know if she defeated the White Frost or not, but you know she's not here. And yep. Geralt decides, you know, to you know, kind of assuage his grief, goes and hunts down the remaining Crone, um, in order to get uh, in order to get uh, Vesemir's medallion back. And it kind of ends in this really grim way, where he is surrounded by these monsters that she has brought yeah.
0: in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he still makes it out. You can still play after the ending. Okay. For this. So it's implied that he does survive that. Okay. But it's just like a you know. I mean, I, that could be just a gameplay thing overtaking story too. Like maybe yeah, he doesn't yeah. survive that, but the game just wants you to be able to wrap up side quests and stuff, yeah. do the DLCs. But that's, that's the worst ending is, you know, Geralt without this kind of, this anchor, mm-hmm. you know, goes and, and gets kind of consumed by this vengeance and it ties at the loose end of that crone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay. in addition
1: to that, you also get some slides, um, that show the results of some of the choices that you made, um, in secondary quests. This is a little bit mm-hmm. cart before the horse, but like for me, um, you know, Amir ended up giving Tamaria over to the rebels, but that wasn't that big of a deal because. Um, oh wait, no, it was a big deal because Nilfgard ended up taking over because I killed uh, Ratovid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Same, uh, same thing for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, Saris ended ended up uh, uh, taking over as the ruler for Skelliga, um, and even though they lost military power, she was like a really fair and just ruler and kind of like brought mm-hmm. this enlightenment to it.
0: Yeah, but, uh, same, same thing for me. I think we got mostly the same, uh, same things. Yeah. There, um. Except my Geralt uh, settled down.
1: Okay. So. Yeah. I, I fucked up the romance stuff. Um, yeah. And so, so good
0: again, like I, I love, you know, I talked about this a little bit, but it is kind of like uh, clever because it is preying on your gamer instincts. I know this isn't <laughs> what you did, but it, right. you know, it, the idea is like, hey, I want to have, have my yen and, and eat dress too. Like Ooh. if you, if you, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you try to get, uh you know, to romance both or you fuck up both of them.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, without this to keep you, um, you can you know continue being a Witcher. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't win them both. There's a little scene that you get where you yeah. can try to. Uh, it's pretty funny actually. Yeah,
1: it's really good. Um,
0: you you can try to like get them in bed at the same time, thinking well, well, you get they, them both. They,
1: they they invite you. It's kind of like, hey, yeah. we've decided it doesn't make any sense for us to fight each other over you anymore. So like, we figure why not share? And they like lure you to. This kind of tawdry in and they're like, ha you know, they're all dressed up skimpily um, <laughs> and, you know, ne- never. I mean, yeah, you really have to trust somebody before they uh, before they handcuff you to a bed. Because yeah. I've seen enough comedy, for like comedy <laughs> things to know that's probably not going to turn out very well.
0: Eight he heads in a double bag too. Or yeah,
1: yeah. They, they, they handcuff him to the bed, take his clothes. He ends up having to do a walk of shame. And yep. Dandelion's like, yep, you should have known you couldn't, you can't share two <laughs> sorceresses. And it's like, yep, okay. This yep. happens to me all the
0: time. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So that's the way that that, that pans out. So yeah, shame um, on me.
0: The other, I mean, you we were just trying to get gamer content. Yes. You know, and yes. like I said, it presents Triss to you before it presents Yennefer to you yeah. in a way that like, you know, and the way we'll talk about in the side quest thing that uh, Yennefer romance quest is so good. But like, it, I mean, it, you can't, you can't not do it. I right, mean, you can it, do it and have a different ending mm-hmm. and still have both. But like, yeah, it is a, a really good quest.
1: Yeah, it it, it it is a really good quest, like far, far better in a romantic context than, uh, um, than Triss's. Although I yeah. am, if I'm, if I'm given an option, a Triss man myself. Yeah, that, that, that's what I would have preferred. Personally. That's what keeps
0: the podcast spicy. Is, <laughs> is with we got both kinds of you're a good man, both kinds of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, so the other, if you have a romance with Tris, um, you hang out with Tris and still kind of work, like uh-huh. you still do the occasional adventures and stuff. Um, if you have the romance with Ender, um, you settle down and it's just like we're gonna wake up in the same bed, we're gonna get up late, we're gonna drink a lot of wine and eat food, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know appealing. Yeah, uh, to me as a thing. Oh, it's it's, um, it's very
1: appealing, but it's also you know a little bit of a, a deviation because like a saying among Witchers is no no Witchers ever died in his own bed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the idea like I I love like bucking it. Yep. You know, like it just being like yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 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 one like out of the two DLCs like Blood and Wine is the epilogue, uh, DLC. Like okay. you do a bunch of adventures, but it also ends with with a, a nice you know ride in the sunset for Geralt good that is the point so it can you know regardless of how this shakes out he can have a couple of different different endings so it's really cool these these romance choices actually do impact the dlc which doesn't always happen hmm. um so the the ending impacts the eventual ending as well um and it ends up being very satisfying like i was very like oh you know late mornings and lots of food and wine and you know just like a, a ridiculous amount of really good sex like <laughs> this is like good re- you know that's a good retirement girl mm-hmm. like yeah you know yeah. drinking having friends with your buddies like having friends with your buddies We're gonna have a bunch of kids with buddies that are going to be new younger friends um, <laughs> but you know having drinks having food with you know fun with your buddies like it's very very sweet yeah to me uh, yeah
1: uh, um, I, I saw a little bit of like appropriateness to gerald continuing along the path you know walking mm-hmm. the only road he's ever known you know <laughs> <laughs> no, like there, there he goes again yeah yeah um,
0: um yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all they're all pretty good endings, even like the, the bittersweet ending is still good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a situation where like the, the good ending is actually bad. You know, like as happens a lot in time, you know, a lot of times in games. Yeah, you know, it's not a dishonored situation. Like all of them feel appropriate.
1: Yeah,
2: to me.
0: Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's and then then the in, end th- of the main quest. Like, we, we have more to talk about, but it is, as far as just kind of the main emotional core, main, you know, emotional uh, heart of this, this game, like, it really worked for me. Like, I was very invested in these endings because I was invested so well in everything that had happened up until this point.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was so invested in building and defining the relationship between Geralt and Sarah. You know, yes. it, was, it was very impressive to me that she ended up not being on the gum.
0: Yes, you know, or, or Damseld or anything that people use... You know, specifically women characters, but if if you don't want to get into that, um, even just any kind of like side character, right? You know, in video games like she was not uh, disrespected,
2: right?
0: At any point, point. and uh, that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Games don't do that often, no. Um, so really, really well done. And I was so invested by the end of this in my Mike my mm-hmm. The way this game, uh, while having like a non-cipher character, still let you uh, make up your own kind of like truth. For guys and define your own version of him, which we talked about in the first episode, but it makes all of this ending stuff land really well. Yeah, like real, real sweet. Yeah. Um. You know, I was I was just watching the ending. I was just in a way that like is you know as much as I love like Fallout games, like you know what happens to, to Good Springs, like that's <laughs> that's cool. Like I'm interested in what happens to Good Springs, but I don't I don't feel like I did it as much as this. Like it didn't yeah. feel as much a part of like this you know this character that I'd, I'd grown to really kind of love. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's
1: it's a cliche. Like, people talk about this with video games all the time, but I feel like I earned what I got.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So, really, really excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even, you know, arguably the best part of the game. Right. Like, the side stuff is arguably the coolest stuff that happens in this game, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll be getting into next episode.
1: Yeah, But, like, that's the coolest thing that has this awesome runoff and knock-on effect that also makes this part cooler too. Yes. Like... Yeah. What is amazing about this is most parts of it serve most other parts.
0: Yeah, it's very holistic. Yeah, um, you know, and 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 just it, it, the length of it and the kind of the fact that you spend so much time uh, doing it makes it feel like—and uh, I hate this word—but like feel this ending feels earned because it feels epic in relation to the kind of these circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, where, where this landed. Um, and part of it is that uh, those side stuff all adding into this in a way. That you can only do in a game with uh, with content to its length, uh, and I'll explain what I mean by that. Like, I mean density, like, like, I... like, like density, and also just kind of like, there are stories in the length of this. Like, this is long because it is a bunch of very small stories laid end to end. Mm-hmm. It's not long in a way that like, and even like a game that I like, so it doesn't seem like I'm strawmanning anything. Like, even something like Persona Four. Mm-hmm. persona 3 right those are 80 hour games and it drives me nuts like yeah. i hate that they're 80 hours because they uh so much of that content is garbage you know mm-hmm. it's empty you know yeah. even if you like it it's like even i, I like it but it's, yeah. it's empty like it's not a story laid back to back like this mm-hmm. feels like you know it is taking the shell of somebody telling a story of dandelion telling the story of this character mm-hmm. and that feels good and earned because by the time i spent this 80 hours with yeah. this game i had experienced countless little tiny stories that felt like you know, it's sold this kind of scale. I mean,
1: without Waff bingo card 4.0 or whatever, but you know, here's the secret. This is a collection of short stories. Like yeah. there is the massive one that you follow the whole way through, but even that contains multitudes, you know, like you are, it is rich with incident and you are following Geralt through all these self-contained things that all say something either about him or about the world at large or the forces at play.
0: And that, and that is why, like, I, I think that like the larger point I'm, I'm trying to get at like here is that it, unlike a lot of games of this length, it justifies its length. Mm-hmm. You know, it just felt like, Oh, like this was, this was so full and dense the entire time. Yeah. Um. You know, I never like, there's not a moment where like the game was telling me something where I was like, I don't care whether I hear this or not. Uh-huh. Uh, and just in a way that's rare, you know, especially for very long games mm-hmm. like this. And that uh, is really special. You know, it makes all of this ending stuff. It makes this end of this main quest just feel that much more heartening because yeah. like, I'd spent that much time with this, like, really, really feeling like mythologically epic, you know, kind of character. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't say it enough. I hate that word. <laughs> and I, and I kind of hate this game for making me say it, but it's yeah. the only word that makes sense for
1: it. <laughs> it does. And, you know, it, even though this is an ending, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, the, like this is a way, this is a way to say, and Geralt's tale is done. Um, <laughs> I am so interested in pursuing more of this and working backwards. Like this, this has been, a way for me to get into this and get really really enthused about this setting.
0: Mm -hmm. Me too. Like, I I will end up going back through, you know, not only those other games, but will probably end up going and reading the books, even though the first one kind of left me cold. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty invested in this as a setting because it earned it, Mm -hmm. you know, and it took me along the way and, like, I felt respected and, and you know, it was a good use of my time, you know, for and a lot of time. And, like, 80 hours is very valuable to me. Uh Uh-huh. So, Even if it's
1: for work, like the, like this is yeah. substantially more. I mean, like, you, you know, if you're if you're looking for like the heuristic, we, we 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 say if something is pushing like 15 hours for play, that is, you know, uh, making it look like that, that, we might consider breaking that up into two episodes. Like mm-hmm. we do these once a year because they, these are these big investments. You know, I loved. Um, I don't think we've done a winter RPG that I like detested. Yeah. I, I, I've been very enthusiastic about like. All of them, this is by far the high watermark for me because so much of the way that it's put together, so much of what it says speaks to me in a really, in a really huge way. Less people Mm -hmm. think that we're just kind of like talking about the story and like, okay, so what about the game? Um, the game is good too. Like I, you know, we, we talked about the combat in the middle there. I, I, I like the way that it plays. I see it as an Arkham kind of thing. Moreover, as an open world experience, like I never felt at a loss. For something to do, which is easy enough, like just pack mm-hmm. something with enough collectibles or whatever, I always felt a reason. It was always this abundance of choices, this uh, this paralysis of abundance that the game provided for me. And navigating and choosing what was important or what I had the energy for, that is tremendously important to me in a game this size, in a game that is presented this way. As an expression of open-world gameplay, this is probably as good as I've seen. Minus, you know, like, oh, like, Crackdown is fun to jump around in. You're not going to get that. Like, they're accomplishing different stuff. Like, this this nails it.
0: The thing about this, like, as an open-world game specifically, is that, like, just wandering around is less fun in this game than a lot of open world games. Mm -hmm. But when I actually stumble upon bespoke content, like Mm -hmm. things that were made there to be experienced in a way, like actively, as opposed to passively, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like playing like a real shitty Russian roulette. Right. You know, which is like what a lot of times those games feel like to me, like the reason why, uh, every open, they have a very similar arc with open world games where I am like breathlessly into them. And sometimes for a very long time. Yeah. Right. Like 50 hours. 60 hours and then at some point i'm like this has to fucking end <laughs> and i and i just get like you know god well, why will this end and it happened with pretty much all of them uh <laughs> you know that i played where like you know i really like fallout 4 i was having a real good time just kind of exploring and at some point i'm like i have to mainline this quest because if i don't i'm gonna quit right um this has to end and the the, the factor is that i am picking at random which kind of quests and side contents and locations to visit mm-hmm. and so many of them are just low cards you know, like, there's just like, it's just, this is in other, bad, in
1: a, in other open world games.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I'll go, Oh, here, here's this factor or factory in fallout four. I'm going to go check it out. Oh, Oh, okay. There's some mutants there. You know, there's just like nothing there. Like every once in a while, something cool happens, you know, Oh, here's a cave in Skyrim. I'm going to go into it. Um, every once in a while, there's a cool little short story there. Or there's some interesting architecture, but enough times there just aren't, uh, to where it just starts feeling like a bad proposition. And I just need the experience to end. Um, this goes so far in the opposite of that that it just justifies its bigness. So like while just while you know that first forty hours that like mindlessly exploring thing maybe isn't as strong as it could be, mm-hmm. uh, when you do explore every single time I'm getting something awesome. Yeah, you know, and it just becomes like a a I like the you know combing this 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 quest log, not combing the map because you know. If I did every single question mark, maybe I wouldn't feel that way. Like, some of them are just monster nests. Mm-hmm. But every single quest on the quest log, I just felt like, you know, nobody's asking me to go across town and deliver something. <laughs> you know, none, none of this, like, this bigness, this, yeah. all of that stuff, all yeah. that value together just is like towering.
1: Or if they ask me to do that, it's a trap and it leads me into a plot to try and find whoever set it up.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, yeah. The, if they do that, they it is cognizant of RPG cliches in a way that actively subverts them. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just really, really powerful and like justifies its bigness and length. Yeah. You know, I, I keep going back and forth on whether, you know, cause again, like I've been talking sugar about something on Twitter and that is uh, bait for people to come up and tell me I'm wrong. And they've been doing it with the combat, but they've also said it about the game in general where they've been like, you know, it's a, it's a terrible open world game. And mm-hmm. it's like, it is a terrible open world game in terms of its best strength is not other open world games, best strength, mm-hmm. you know, like it is probably in breath of the wild or Skyrim or fallout 4, it is more fun to just kind of poke your nose into a place and see what's there. Yeah. You know, like a non quest, like just a normal place on the way. Like I kept running into woodcutter shacks uh-huh. in a, uh, in Witcher three. And there's only, there's nothing there. Right. There's like some dudes chopping wood. Um, that maybe wouldn't be true in one of those other games.
2: Yeah.
0: However, <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh if, if if there is a reason to be there it's always a good reason yeah you know and that justifies that bigness and length and and things for me in a way that you know i kind of been going back and forth and i i think that actually does make sense and ends up being you know not just one of my favorite games like of all time like i really really love this game but also one of my favorite open world games even on an open world scale yeah just yeah. because of density.
1: I mean, it succeeded for me in that way because, like, when I looked at the map and I saw this little cluster of buildings, like, oh, that's obviously a town. Towns have like every town has at least one thing for me to do. Let me drop a marker here and you know just clip pop mm-hmm. my way over on Roach. And you know, if somebody didn't shout to me along the way, then I would you know somebody would shout to me when I was in there. Or there would be a notice board or you know, etc. Like that's that's where it succeeded for me there. Like I you know I I don't I. I wouldn't stack this up against like an Assassin's Creed or, uh, or, or, or I
0: don't know,
1: because it just, it's, it's not attempting to do the same thing. So,
0: yeah. 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 It is one of those, you know, one of those things where like, I think that there, there is, I realize that I'm being defensive because this is something I really love, Mm -hmm. where like a lot of the kind of attacks against this, I can't help but feel like people are looking at the wrong way, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's kind of related to that. I'm rambling a little bit at this point, but it is just kind of impressive to me that. You get to the ending, you get this ending for this character that you've grown to love. And the reason you've grown to love them is because every time the game was telling you a story, you were there. Like, it was important that you were there. It was important that you were making choices that you would make. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, all of these things that, that you really, 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 you know, they're very important to me. Yeah. So.
1: Yep. It's a very good game. I'm so happy we decided to play it. Um, I don't know that yeah. I would have invested the time if it wasn't for the show, just because of the way my mind works and my relationship with time. Um, but boy, oh boy, this you know is a heavy hitter, uh, a heavy hitter in the pantheon, not just of the show, um, but for me personally among games that I've played.
0: Yeah, me too. Like it is, it is a uh, and doing you know the main game which I really love. I feel like Hearts of Stone is probably a top five game for me. Yeah. if it concerns its own of, of all time. Mm-hmm. So it is uh. I'm really, really happy with this. Like, the the Kane and Rinse guys, I think I mentioned this in the first episode, but they did an episode on this recently. Um, those guys are good. You should listen to them. Um, and they, they in the tweet about there, like, this is, you know, CD Projekt Red's, like, Magnum Opus. And I'm like, Magnum Opus is the right word for this. Yep. You know, this feels like a Magnum Opus of, like, video games to me. Mm-hmm. You know, other games are smaller and do things more interestingly. You know, there are games that have that kind of, like like, Dark Souls is a Magnum Opus, mm-hmm. you know? There's a, they only come around acro- acro- uh, every once in a while. Like these games are just like so impressive and big, in in any number of senses. Yeah. So I realize I'm rambling at this point. No, I, I mean, just, uh,
1: uh, I love this game so much. You're, you're selling past the close because we're going to get our check from CD Projekt, right? That's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, please make it out to <laughs> the, the only two guys who like this game. <laughs> That's where all their budget went was just writing a. Checks to everybody who was breathlessly enthusiastic about this game. <laughs> it feels kind of like good to be on, on uh, a winning side of, uh, of history with something too, <laughs> you know, cause there, there's that big dark or, or backlash against uh dark souls, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of people have that problem and you don't, uh, and then, you know, dark souls too, forget about it. But uh, this is something where I'm like, man, I really, really love it. Like everyone loved this. Everyone told me I would love it. And mm-hmm. I loved it. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's uh yeah, you know, it's uh, the the trifecta of, uh, you know, belonging. Yeah. So.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, but we're not done yet.
0: No, no. 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 Yeah, like I said, some of the best stuff is in is in the side stuff. So yeah. we're getting to that uh, next episode. Probably uh, Gwent Minute will mm-hmm. probably be in there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, just so people know, we're going to go a little quicker through the contracts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are very really good, but they're also a little formulaic. Mm-hmm. Like the things they plug into that formula are all good, but they do kind of play the same often. Yes. But so. the side quests are going to get a uh, due shrift.
1: Yeah. There's some of the, like there's some of the contracts that lead into secondary quest kind of content. And we're going to mm. highlight those and give those their due.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's short shrift and then there's schlong shrift. We're yep. going to give them long shrift. Yep. Snake shrift. Yes. Yeah. Snake shrift. Um, if you like this show, what can they do? Cool.
1: Well, Gary, um, they can go to patreon.com slash Duckfeed TV. That is the way that this entire network of shows is funded. Um, and if you check out the rewards, if you give what you can, that makes a big difference for us if a lot of you do it. Uh, consider what an undertaking it was, not just to play this because, like, hey, um, you know, playing games, whatever. It's something people do for fun. Uh, to make the notes uh, for this, to make the outline, several hours to edit this, you know, hours more. Um, we put a lot of effort and stuff into this, and that is the case that we are making to say, um, <laughs> to, 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 ask you for your help. So if you have yeah. some money to give, uh, it does make a, uh, it, it, it does put a dent, uh, in, uh, uh, this for us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. And some people, uh, one of the benefits you can get from that is we like to thank people mm-hmm. who decide to support us. Yeah. Um, so we would like to start off by thinking, uh, Seth Canfield, I enjoy your soda, sir. <laughs> what?
1: Canfield Soda? Can, can,
0: canfield Soda. Do you know, uh, do you know no. Cansfield? No. It's a, it's a, it's like one of the, it's in the brand of like gray market semi-generics.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and they had, they had a diet chocolate soda that was like around a lot in my youth. <laughs> it's like, is it exactly as foul as it sounds. I mean, I'm like, sure tra- Seth had nothing like nothing to like do with car- it. carbonated y- um, You know, that would be, so keep in mind that the operative word is diet in there. Oh, so it's like okay. carbonated YooHoo, but like with a real, you know, saccharin
2: yeah kind
0: of uh kind of gross oversweetness.
2: yeah not not into it
0: it's good they real gross i would love a can right now though because i haven't had it in like yeah you know, probably like 25 years yeah it would be a nostalgia so it, day from your youth yeah yeah for sure um also thank you to kenneth peterson thank you kenneth yeah um cory mullen thank you very much mm-hmm. uh
1: davy bossage um, oh, we love davy yeah he's a, a
0: stalwart slack
1: yeah, Remember? yeah. Um, and yeah. he usually has, uh, an icon that is a slime from, uh, from Dragon Quest. And those things are real cute. Alex, uh, he, he
0: comes in, says something, and there's a slime right there. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Davey is funny. Yeah. Um, Joshua R. Dubowski. Thank you. Yeah. Jacob Hyde. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, Mitchell Karpinka. Thank you very much, Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Stephen Neri. Mm hmm. Um, Carlo Artiri. Thank you
1: very much. Mm-hmm. And Neil Detling.
0: All very appreciated. Yeah. So there, there, if you want to join the
1: ranks. There was twice as many there because we forgot to do them last week. Um, yeah. We, by we, I mean, I forgot I forgot to put them in the notes. but
0: I, I forget, to if I remind you all. Yeah. I will, but I didn't. Um, yeah, thank you, guys. If you want to join the ranks of uh, those folks, you can do so. Again, patreon.com slash mm-hmm. You get a lot as well. There's a bunch of rewards. Yeah. Um, and those are listed. Um, if you want to write in about the Witcher, um, at the time this airs, do they still have time, Cole? Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, on that, early t- release, but...
1: that, that, that takes me time. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, it's I, pretty...
0: probably, probably on early release, but it's the 15th of every month, regardless. If right. just check your, like, I'll put the work on them, Cole. <laughs> check your calendar. If it's yes. before the 15th, yeah. Write in at um, TV slash contact. If it's you're, hearing, after.
1: if you're hearing this from the public feed, um, the early release feed is available on Patreon, but if you're hearing this in the public, you have one day. So this yes. comes out on Thursday, the 14th, Friday, the 15th is, uh, is the deadline. So,
0: yes. So get get that in. Yeah. Um, and you can also write about our upcoming games. This has been a long episode, so we'll, we'll save those, but, mm-hmm. uh, you can check those out uh, on our website
1: yeah. What's yeah. coming up. Sorry. We changed the schedule, uh, that we, uh, swapped dry our, uh, Dungeon Keeper one out for Dungeon Keeper 2. for Dragon
0: Age. Yeah. Cause we have a limitless appetite for,
1: yeah, for this kind of for, shit, for this
0: kind of for dark fantasy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So we're doing Dungeon Keeper one as opposed to the Dungeon mm-hmm. Keeper two. Yep. in January,
0: no. yep, and there are a couple different reasons for that, but uh, not least of which it's easier to mod and you can go out there and get a keeper f x which is uh will help quite a bit as far as resolution and and such, so yeah. I recommend that yeah, hey Gary, you stream uh, now I do from time to time. I've got a new streaming show on Fridays uh called Choose your illusion Two. Mm-hmm. um big thanks to uh Brandon uh <laughs> old time for coming up with that name uh, for me um or I am reading game books and Choose your own adventures. I did the first episode uh and doing it every Friday at 3 p.m. PST. Mm-hmm. Um, it is surprisingly funny and fun. Yep. Uh, because the gimmick to the show is uh, I'm not saving my place at all. Once the story ends, that is our version of it. <laughs> yeah. So, the, uh the overnight ordeal didn't get past 3 p.m. So, <laughs> yeah. it is a, a guy had a fight with his mom, decided not to make up, and then end. <laughs> and that was the <laughs> super cool adventure we had, kids.
1: It's... <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good idea. Um, those are archived on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash DuckVTV, which has a bunch of stuff on it. Like we secretly like edged into, uh, into video stuff. I do the horror game streams, Hexcrank Live, also working on a couple of other things once we're out of Witcher Town. Um, mm-hmm. and Nick has turned Check It Out Comrade into a streaming show, a video show where he plays and talks about and kind of uh, takes apart, uh, indie games. And that is fun mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah, and there's a bunch of like as you mentioned, there's a lot of old stuff on there like, so all of the old uh, Duckfeed Live things, which like not enough people watched when they were on, but I think those are fun and yep. good, and funny. You should check those out. Yeah, yeah. So um, those are all in
1: playlists on the main page again, YouTube.com/slash/DuckfeedTV.
0: If you if you listen to this and you only listen to the show and you are not a patron, you can ser- and have never been to the YouTube, you conservatively have something like, seventy hours of additional <laughs> stuff that you haven't heard. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a. There, there's a lot there between mm-hmm. like premium abject sufferings and premium other episodes and things like that. So, yes. uh, there's a lot out there if you want it,
1: yeah. Uh, but most of all, thank you so much for for, for listening. Uh, things are coming along uh, along the ride. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll be back like next time. Oh, yeah, the yeah. path. There we go. Uh,
0: and until next time, um, well, they should watch out for, for watch, for watch Ted. For Ted. Yeah, 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 he'll eat your lunch even if it's clearly marked. <laughs> God, why why is that? Why am I having a really hard time with that? Because it's
1: spelled super weird. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) because it has maybe conservatively four times as many consonants (laughs) as it should. (laughs) Or vowels, actually. Yeah. It's a four-vowel word. Yeah, it brought
1: extras, you know, dressed in layers. (laughs) Well, because it's cold. Oh, of course.